Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Big Sills! And game day! God, thank you, man. I love game day. Oh, my God. For fans, which I am now, it's one of the best. Because it's a day of reckoning. No matter what your opinion is, the day of reckoning is here. You know, all the shit talking, all the prognosticating, all the guesswork, all what you think. Day of reckoning, baby. Rent's due. Here we go. This is it. We will have a ton even more to hit on tomorrow. Absolutely, man. God, there's so much to hit on as we go into tonight's Eagles and Buccaneer game. Hey, before we do that, I do want to acknowledge our winners for our Hooters gift certificates. Congratulations to Edgardo Clemente of Pennsylvania, Patrick Stewart. I thought that guy was on like Star Trek of Florida. Congratulations each and every single day, Tuesday through Friday. We, I mean, we we give you an opportunity to win some gift certificates with our friends at Hooters. Um, we'll be at King of Prussia Hooters this weekend too, by the way. We'll give you more details on that. So if you want to come on by, please do. We look forward to having you come on by. I can't wait to see many of you. And all you have to do, Starting on tomorrow, we'll give you more details on that, on how you can win yourself an opportunity to get those gift certificates. Here it is right here. All you do is email your information to the email address there, dancilioshow at gmail.com. Tone will throw a code word out starting tomorrow, and we'll announce a winner on a football Monday. So stay tuned for that. You know, I usually start out with... The Eagles as we get ready for tonight's game. But I'm going to start out with the Cowboys here. Yesterday was the prime example of a typical Cowboy game. They'll beat the Philadelphia Eagles and lose a sh- and lose to a shitty team like that, the Arizona Cardinals. That's a typical Cowboy game. You get into a game against Philly. I mean, Dak's record speaks for itself. But that is an atypical game for the Dallas Cowboys. An atypical game. You, they play down to their competition constantly. You know, and, and, and for some people to go like this, well, you know, they had a bunch of guys. I don't care, man. Arizona had no right being in that game. And most importantly, Arizona had no right running the ball for over 200 yards on you. I mean, you were physically dominated. You were physically dominated in that game. And Micah Parsons, tell you what, that guy does not play the run. 
He has no intention of playing the run. They got Bill Belichick next. I mean, you do that to that New England team, New England will pound you into the turf too. Dude, that was such a atypical cowboy game. Playing down to their competition and reading the press clippings and listening to Jerry Jones. That's symbolic of what's happened for the last 27 years in Dallas. That Arizona game, that Arizona game is a prime example of the last 27 years. Right there. Right there. That is why the Cowboys haven't done shit in the postseason. That Arizona game. I mean, getting humbled is one thing. I mean, the Denver Broncos were destroyed. You know what? I I say this to you. Really? So Sean Payton has been an upgrade to Nathaniel Hackett? Where? They're 0-3. And the guy had to take a knee or he was going to put an NFL record on you. And points scored. You're an upgrade? I mean... You could say whatever you want about Nathaniel Hackett. He didn't get 70 put on him last year. I mean, this really was, again, like I told you going into the weekend on Friday, this was going to tell me a lot about a lot of the. By the way, hey, hey, you guys are all crowing around Eagle fans. You better batten down the hatches too, because guess what? You got a ball game tonight. You got a ball game. You know, you're throwing third on the Cowboys' grave. Let's see you get out of this Tampa Bay game alive. Before you start crowing and throwing dirt on the Cowboys, you haven't played well. By the way, Tug of Viola is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. It's not even the guy in Kansas City. He's the most dangerous quarterback in the league right now. The most dangerous quarterback. There's no denying it. There's no denying it. He's the most dangerous quarterback in the National Football League. And that guy, Mike McDaniel, man, the quarterback, coach, head coach of the Dolphins, that guy may be a weird dude. And he may come off as, like, kind of odd. But that guy has absolutely turned Tug of Viola into the best throwing quarterback in the National Football League. And it ain't close. Obviously, health has to be the issue with him. But that surely has nothing to do with talent. We learned something else. Hey, Brandon Staley, you're lucky that Kirk Cousins was on the field or you would have lost your job today. Stupidest guy in the NFL is Brandon Staley, the head football coach of the Chargers. He got a reprieve for a week. Dude, the Chargers need to fire that guy to save their season. They went in spite of him. Cowboys, Chargers, even the Ravens. This was a reckoning weekend. Dude, you got to play 60 minutes of ball. I love Eagle fans, 70 to 50 tonight versus the Buccaneers. That ain't happening. You're not playing that good. And after tonight, 
You know what I love the most about tonight for Eagle fans? Your excuses about it being too early are over. Over, over, over. It's over. If you don't play well tonight, it's over. If you don't play well tonight, it's over. Over. Don't have that excuse. Oh, it's early. You do not. Let me get into a little bit here with the Cowboys before I get over to what I think happens tonight. Okay? With Bucks and Eagles. I think this is going to be a very competitive game tonight. Tone's like, agreed. Tonight's the night, man. Let's go. Mozzie Smith sucks. When I watch Jalen Carter and I watch Mozzie Smith, it's like watching a guy playing in quicksand versus a guy who's on ice. Jalen Carter is here. Mozzie Smith is somewhere under my shoe like gum. I told you on draft day, that guy's a third rounder. He's a third rounder. I thought he was this run-stopping demon. I I thought he was going to be the next Reggie White, according to Jerry Jones. I said, this guy's a third rounder. That guy's not a first-round draft choice. I mean, he played 15. He's your first-round draft choice, who's supposed to be an impact guy. I mean, he sucks. That guy is not a good ball player. I like hitting people. How about, do you like playing football? Bouncers hit people. Okay, football people are football people. I just like hitting people. Dumb, stupid, and he's not good. The Cardinals rushed for 222 yards on that vaunted Dallas defense. Hey, man, that kid Diggs is not part of the run defense. Okay, my man, go birds. <laughs> I like that, maniac. Thank you. I mean, they were physically pushed around. Thank you, maniac. And by the way, for the Cowboys, that has to be the easiest. Would we not agree? That has to be the easiest team on their schedule this year. And you just got your ass kicked and handed to you. And more importantly, you were embarrassed. Dude, it's no everyone in this league gets beat. But when you get beat up, the Dallas Cowboys got beat up by Jonathan Gannon's crew. Hey, man, kudos to Gannon. His team did get off the bus. Unbelievable. 13 penalties, 107. You got to be disciplined, guys. You gave up a whole football field and field position to the Cardinals. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, by the way, 
Kaiser White is a massive loss to the Eagles. That kid was everywhere yesterday. Holy shit. Kaiser White was all over the field. And every Eagle fan in here keeps telling me he sucked. He was one of the number one reasons why they won that game. He was a force yesterday. Kaiser White was a force. He was all over the field. You don't have a linebacker on your roster right now remotely close to him. He was in Dak's face. Dude, did he get the, I mean, he had an interception in the game? Kaiser White was all over the place. You missed him. You're missing him. That guy could play. Jonathan Gannon knew to give him a contract. Gave him $7 million per. That guy is a good football player, man. Dude, that guy is missed. He is missed. Man, I look, I think TJ Edwards is missed, but that guy also is missed. And you may miss that guy tonight. Joshua Dobbs. There's something about that kid. It reminds me of the backup guy. Crazy to the cards weren't far from a 3-0 start. Maniac. Actually, how about this? Gannon and Steichen won yesterday. Thanks for the Hooters win. Now the Eagles got to win tonight. I will tell them Big Sills sent me when I go. Patrick S. Thank you, Wheels. Thank you. Means a lot to us. This kid Joshua Dobbs, I mean, he totally reminds me of Snoop in Baltimore. He's a good football player. Love you, Sales. The Cowboys are finesse defense. Devin. But I can't deny what you just said. They got freaking ran over. See, again, though, Devin, that is a typical, atypical cowboy game. They play against teams like that and lose. The Eagles don't lose to teams like that. They don't lose to shittier teams. The Bucs are good. Okay? They're three years removed from a Super Bowl. Hurts in the old line will be ready. Hurts has heard all the chatter from the 2021 playoff game. Yeah, the coaches in Tampa, and I'll, I'll confirm it. They don't believe he can read a defense. Okay, they don't believe he can read a defense. That's them. Well, it's me too. Okay. Um, I mean, that is a typical, typical. And then you got New England. Hey, man, you better you better put your mouthpiece in, because you know what's going to happen now. You know how teams know how to beat the Eagles now? Throw the ball on them. They got a remedy. How would you like this? The Eagles' issues might be fixed in the secondary with better play and more cohesiveness. When you're getting your ass beat up and a team's running you over, you can't fix that. 
Like, if I was Dallas, I would call Adamic and Sue and Linville Joseph myself and do exactly what um, the Eagles did last year. I'd hire those two guys because teams are going to run the ball on you. Okay? They're going to run the ball on your ass. Typical, atypical Dallas Cowboy loss. And this is why when Troy Aikman said it a couple months ago when he said, when's the last time the Cowboys won a big game? That's a prime example. They'll beat the Philadelphia Eagles and then turn around and drop an egg like that. Eagles don't drop eggs like that. That's the difference in the teams. They'll split in the year, but they're not going to lose to shitty teams. Just not going to lose to shitty teams. Okay? All right. Raymond James tonight. Eagles, Bucks. Here's how I see this. Tampa, Tampa Bay has played to a 2-0 record. But Tampa Bay has not played a team to this level of talent when you look at roster. Minnesota and Chicago are a far cry when it comes to rosters on what you're going to see tonight. Okay? This is by far the best roster that they'll see. Unlike the other Eagle fans, you're right, Sills. I've been sick over the loss of White. Howie's biggest mistake this year could be TJ Edwards as well, too, because you don't have a Mike linebacker as well. See, this Buccaneer team, thank you, Philly. They have not played a team to this level. This is a whole different deal. Vikings, Bears, hey, it's great you won those games, but those two teams are going nowhere as franchises. You, How about this? You could combine, would you not agree? You could combine the Vikings and Bears roster, and you still wouldn't beat Philly. You could put the Bears and the Vikings rosters together and you still wouldn't beat Philadelphia. So this is an entirely different group that you're seeing tonight if you're the Bucks and Todd Bowles. Mayfield is coming off a 315-yard game, passing efficiency against the hapless Bears. He was 132-1 uh, as a quarterback rating. He did a fantastic job versus a shitty team. Okay, congratulations, Baker. People are giving him backslaps for having a great game against a dog shit team. I suppose. I suppose. Um, under pressure, he's 71 4. That's fifth in the league. But again, when you look at these numbers, it's Bears and Vikings. Now, the Vikings did get home against Jalen. They did get home. And I have given them credit. Baker Mayfield is playing really good football. Yes, I am giving him credit. I like what I'm seeing here with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, this Baker Mayfield looks good. He's got Mike Evans. Okay, he's played well. 
Hertz has 363 yards total in two games. And when you're in today's NFL, that's pathetic. Especially when you have two 1,000-yard receivers and a fifth-best tight end. Pathetic. Neil, Big Sills, is it safe to say that Jalen Carter is pushing Jordan Davis? I've been watching some tape, and it appears Davis is even using some of Carter's moves. Absolutely. 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 I think they're I think they're ping-ponging off of one another. Absolutely. It's going to be interesting to see how Baker responds to pressure for his career. He is completing 61% of his passes, but when he's under pressure, his completion plummets to 45%. And as a matter of fact, that number has kind of changed this year because of the shitty opponents he's played. So when you're playing a roster, that's my point going in to this game. He Last week under pressure, he's fifth in the league this year at 71-4. But traditionally, he is where Tone said. He's down like in the 30s, high 30s. This year, he's, he's 71-4. That's fifth in the league under pressure. It's Vikings and Bears, though. I mean, it's not go crazy here but he's playing well. Okay? Okay? He's, I guess the surprise he's playing well because Baker hasn't played well. Um, there's no question. In two games, Jalen's passing has been sporadic at best. The Bucks are fifth in rush defense. Now, again, Minnesota has no running game. And the Bears, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Bears were second in rushing in the NFL last year because of the quarterback. I mean, the one thing the Bears do well because of Justin Fields is running. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Bears were either second or third last year. They may have been first in rushing. I I, I think they're up there somewhere a year ago where they were either one, two, or three in rushing. So they can rush the ball. And they're giving up 3-3 a game. This is where this game most likely will be won. Because if, and, and, and quite frankly, New England absolutely shut down the running attack of the new Eng- of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles shut them down absolutely shut the run run offense down and did a great job defensively last year Philadelphia secondary gave up 171.6 yards per game today they're giving up 326 completely why the defense is unbalanced right now it's just not good enough in the secondary. You're giving up almost 330 yards compared to what you did last year at 171.6. And we're talking about Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins. I'll give you Cousins because Cousins could be in the um, Fantasy League Hall of Fame one day. But your secondary is pathetic. And you're going against a Hall of Fame wide receiver whose hair is on fire right now 
Mike Evans is playing for a contract. Bucks have to for the Bucks to win tonight. The Buccaneers have to run the ball for 80 yards. And Baker's got to go for 320. Okay? I say this. I think the point spread's five. I still think the Eagles win this thing 27-20. Um, it'll be a one-possession game for the third straight game. This will be close. Because you have to – look – the one thing you're going to take into account here, this is the best team you've played so far. They're three years removed from a Super Bowl. They've got talent. Their defense by far is better than yours. And, I mean, that's where the game is going to be won. They've got to get the Philadelphia Eagles off the field where the Eagles have really had a ton of three and outs. You're third in the NFL in three and outs. That's where the game is going to be won. You have a high number of three and outs. Only two teams in front of you have more three and outs than you. Okay? You've been stymied versus the Vikings and New England. Third most three and outs in the NFL. You. And if you do that, leave the Bucs hanging around, you set yourself up for a potential loss like you saw with the Ravens. Okay? 27-20. Somewhere in there. Okay? Somewhere in there. Okay? All right? Just so you know, okay? So, that's how I see this thing playing itself out. Sills, my girlfriend, can you put that up again there? I'm sorry, um, Tone, can you put that last super chat up, please? Um, Sills, my girlfriend is amazed how much you can talk each day. She thinks you can out-talk most girls on gossip night. <laughs> Uh, side note, Eagles need a safety and a linebacker. Thank you, Latino Inferno. Thank you very much. My wife says the same thing. Hey, just so you know, my wife goes, I'm not here to debate a dinner guy. <laughs> so I'd like to see what kind of scores you guys are looking at right now. Let me guess, 31-17. Who would you have Shadow Evans? Barry, you don't have anybody to Shadow Evans. You don't have anybody on your football team that can cover that guy. Okay? You don't have anybody on you don't have anybody on that team that can cover that guy. Yeah, Tone. Joe Mesa's good in final hour of the program. Absolutely. By the way, Gary Cobb, 430. We got a full week this week, too. Um, Gary Cobb, 430, Philadelphia, Fox 29. Tomorrow, Merrill Reese will give us his thoughts on tonight's game, along with David Hill, the founder of the NFL on Fox. He was hired by Rupert Murdoch to start Fox Sports. It's the 30th anniversary. Wednesday, Joe Theismann, 
because you have commanders this weekend. And we will talk to Joe Theismann. That'll be on Wednesday. And we have Phil Sims on Thursday. So we're pretty locked and loaded the entire week. And we appreciate everybody coming aboard. 30 to 23. Um, J- hey, Jayla's going to have to air it. In my opinion, Jayla's going to have to throw the ball in this game to win. You're, you're not going to put a ton of running yards on the Bucs. Their backers are better than you. Okay? Their backers are better than you. And they're... Now, your interior D tackles are playing... Again, this is going to be a really great and interesting matchup to watch tonight. Okay? This is going to be an interesting matchup. Um, 27-24. You guys are in there. Dan, you still think the Cowboys are better? Bears, I'll let you know after tonight. Before you run your pie hole, I'll let you know after tonight. You still got to play. You still got to play a game tonight. You're going to say you're better before you even play on the road tonight. Against a team that won the Super Bowl three years ago. By the way, that's the same defense that shut down Patrick Mahomes. Are you under some guys that that defense can't shut down Jalen Hurts? <laughs> you didn't have a defense that shut down Mahomes. They did and do. And it's the same coordinator. And it's theoretically the same players. I mean, I was, that defense shut Mahomes down. I got Eagles 28-17, I think, offense turns the corner tonight. Against a Super Bowl champion defense, it's a great test. It's a great 42-17. There you go, baby. That's what I like out of you, five-star. Keep it real, baby. Okay? Keep it real, baby. Turnovers win the game. 35-24, 11 points. A little high. So you're assuming 6110. There you go, senor. How you doing, man? That's what I'm talking about, baby. Sills keeps gassing up the Bucks. No, I'm downplaying the Eagles because you're not playing that great. You think giving up 326 yards and pass defense is good? Quarterbacks hit almost eight sacks already. You think you're playing well, okay? We'll agree to disagree. Your quarterback has 326. Tua has 326 yards by halftime. (laughs) That guy's got 326 yards by halftime. Halftime. Okay? Halftime. That can't read defenses? Hey, just like Jalen. You're assuming our defense won't improve, but your linebackers suck, dude. You don't have anybody on the roster now. 
I say, Dan, you downplayed the Eagles all the way to the Super Bowl last year, which I picked to get to. I downplayed the Eagles, even though I picked them in March of that year to go to the Super Bowl. I down I downplayed my own prediction. Sounds solid take, dude. That's a solid take. So I downplayed my own prediction of the Eagles getting to the Super Bowl. Interesting. Hadn't heard that one before. That's a new one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm a walking contradiction. Sports is a walking contradiction, Nicole. The Cowboys are a contradiction. You don't think the Cowboys have been a contradiction to themselves right now? Sports is a walking contradiction. One week you play great, the next week you get boat raced like Colorado. It happens. See, that's the great thing one more time about sports. All of you out there like to change the narrative in politics. Can't change the scoreboard. Some teams play great, some teams don't some week. Sports is a walking contradiction in its own self. How, how, how do you, how do you how do you justify you having the better roster in a Super Bowl and losing it? <laughs> now, here's a fun topic. Holy cow. This is crazy great. I couldn't wait for this. Where is that? Where is this? Oh, my God. This is the best. Mike McDaniel, man. Unbelievable what he's doing with Tua. Unbelievable. If you had to start your football team and draft one of these two quarterbacks, should be close tonight, 34-14, Eagles final. Yeah, that looks close. If you had to pick one of these two quarterbacks or draft one of these two quarterbacks at Nick Saban, he may have been right in the end. Who would you draft, Tua or Hurts? Who'd you build your team? Who would you build your team? They hung 70 on Denver without Jalen Waddell? Without Jalen Waddle, Tua can read a defense. <laughs> yeah, that's evident. Dude, that guy played two and a half quarters. He is, I tell you this, he, he, he has Mahomes in him. It is unbelievable what that coach is doing, man. Chris Greer and the coach were right. Flores was fired for the right reason. Flores was fired for the right reason. That guy almost beat Buffalo, the coach, with a backup quarterback. They should have won. Now, this he's got in three games 1,024 passing yards. He has 121.9 quarterback rating. He's averaging 341 yards. Do you understand? He averages more yards per game than Jalen has all season long. 
Now, that's two games. This is three games. We'll see what he does tonight. Jalen might throw for 300 yards. Still be 300 behind him. Eight touchdowns, two picks. I mean, he's 101 attempts, 72 completions. It is unbelievable. This is some of the best quarterbacking from a guy who people were trying to cast off I've ever seen. Now that's a contradiction. Big Seals knows be real. Okay. I, I, I don't know what that is, but thank you. I'm asking you. I mean, Hertz is averaging 181.5 yards, 93 QB passer rating. This guy's 121.9. Look at the teams he's beaten. I mean, he's the number one candidate right now for MVP. He, he's playing better than the guy in Kansas City. Everything Saban saw in that guy, hey, he, 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 I may have been wrong. This guy, Mike McDaniel, man, I'm telling you, he, he's a quirky dude. But he could call a game, man. He is some play caller. He is some play caller. Hey, Tone, can you put up that super chat? I missed it. I apologize. Um, unbelievable, man. The only thing standing it to his way is the turf. Nasty. Unfortunately, it's probably why you pick Hertz. Because Hertz is not more talented than him. That's not true. I mean, Jalen has got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, and he doesn't look anything like that. He looks nothing like that. He looks nothing like Tug of Viola. Nothing. Not remotely close. The guy looks like Mahomes more than Hurts. I mean, that guy, when they were saying, I'm telling you, I've never seen a guy turn his shit around like this and a coach goes in there and changes his fortunes just like that. Dude, like he said, Nasty said it. The turf the turf will be his undoing here. Anybody in their right mind looks at Tucker Viola versus Hurts throwing the ball, and you don't see any resemblance. That guy is accurate. He reads defenses. He's got two... Wait, he didn't have Waddle. And he's got a play caller who's insane great. Insane great. That guy's a great guy. You know, I'm I'm I can't call him a great coach yet, but boy. Anybody in their right mind would go like that. You don't think Jalen's in that guy's league right now, do you? Jalen last year didn't look like what this guy looks like right now at any time. This guy, he looks like Patrick Mahomes 2.0. He really does. Tyreek Kill may have been right. I like what McDaniel does too at the end of the ball game. They could have put 73 up on him. He took a knee because you know what he said? Karma's a bitch. Comes back on you. This guy's not trying to embarrass anybody but he is embarrassing people.
That Miami Dolphins team is the best team in National Football League right now. They run the ball, they play defense, and they got a weapon at quarterback. They got a weapon. That guy's insane. This guy, I mean, now, we'll see how this, dude, there's no doubt. He, and by the way, I don't think this is a one-off. I, I, this is not going to, I don't see this thing slowing down. I just don't see it slowing. Do you see this thing slowing down? I, I, I do not. Okay. I do not. Unbelievable. All Eagle says, Sills, you have to let the season play out. Yeah, well, again, I do do you actually think Tyreek Hill and dude, they did that without Jalen Waddle. They they benched him by halftime because they didn't they could have put an 80 on them. They could have put 80 points on Denver. You haven't seen a score like that since like the 40s. But I think like Washington or the Bears or somebody in a championship game, there was like 70-some points scored. Had a chance to break an NFL record. He's like, nah, you know, we're not going to go there. I thought Sean Payton was an upgrade over Nathaniel Hackett. Where? You almost give up an NFL record in points allowed? What kind of upgrade is that called? Dude, a complete... Hey, get this. I don't personally think Russell Wilson's playing. All, he's getting hit. Their defense can't stop anyone. And you want to know the most important thing that happened? Do you know what happened in that Denver-Miami game? The players quit. They just quit. You know... When I was watching the Colorado game, Sills, you missed two of them. Uh, I did not. 42-20. One thing I'll I'll say to you, um, when I was watching the Colorado team, and I told you Friday they were going to get killed, Colorado's not in Colorado's league. They're not in the league. They're just not in the league of Oregon. And by the way, I have a little bit of advice for Lincoln Riley so that you're not going to be called a racist come Monday. Don't put any billboard material out there for the woke media. Don't say anything that will make you look like you were pushing it in on Colorado on Saturday when you beat the doorknobs off them too. And just answer as little as you possibly can and move on to the next week, or you'll be called a racist by Monday. Dan Lenning, the head coach of Oregon, did nothing wrong. He just motivated his players like everyone else does. There was nothing wrong with what he said. But because we have a portion of our woke media, they tried to label him a racist because he beat the shit out of Dion. I said this to you. This is a he's three and one. It's a great story. No, Dion's one. Dion's one. Even if he's three and two, he's one. 
This is a great story. Whether he beats Oregon or USC, I don't know what people were expecting. You're not at the level of... If Colorado ever got into a game against Georgia, it would be 100 to nothing. Those programs have spent decades and decades building those programs up. Colorado was blown for 40 years. They had no chance. This goes back to, hey, Yale, who was that? Mike Bellotti. This goes back to Mike Bellotti. When Mike Bellotti was building that program with Phil Knight. And by the way, the one thing that I disagree with Dan Lenning, you want to know what Flash is? Have you ever checked the Oregon uniforms every week? You talk about a contradiction in Flash. Dude, these guys have a jersey and they have a jersey change at halftime. I've never seen a college program wear more different helmets, more different gear, more different shoes in my life than Oregon. The Ducks are the ultimate in Flash. So when he said that, I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> okay, I mean, am I right? Am I right? I mean, Oregon, I mean, they have different color socks at halftime. Right? I mean, I'm, I, I've never seen, I, I don't know what they're, I don't even really know what their traditional jersey no, colors look like. He felt threatened. No, he played the under underdog role. That's what he did. They think they're this. They think they're that. They think they're that. They're coming into our place. They're this and that. He wasn't. You think Oregon was really threatened by Colorado? And you think that coach was threatened by Dion? You got another thing coming. That thing was never going to be anything but an Oregon win. They wanted to make a statement on beating the shit out of someone. And by the way, with all the eyeballs on it, Bo Nix, he promoted his quarterback into a Heisman race. They did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. The media is the one trying to make it into a racial issue, and it's not. By the way, Jason Whitlock going after Dion. there's no reason for this. Hey, on the USC, they're going to have massive ratings for that game this week. Okay, massive ratings. I can't I can't believe the people that are hating on Dion though. Dude, but you know it. When you talk loud, people come after you. <laughs> they come after you. When you talk loud and you have a target, people come after you. You can't hide and pull the shades down in your closet when shit doesn't go your way. Okay, you, you, you can't. Hey, one of the most embarrassing moments in my entire life. We played our ass off. We kicked the living shit out of Penn State defensively. We talked so much shit. We got off the airplane in fatigues. We carried guns on the airplane. We beat the piss out of that team. And they won the national title anyway. I had to get up there in front of the press conference. And I had to get off that plane in Miami. No matter how well I played, no matter how good our unit played, we lost as a team. Can't hide, man. You got to answer questions. You think you guys should have. 
I kept, and I said this, you think you guys should have talked as much shit as you did to Joe Paterno and them guys? I said, I have no problem with what we did, and I'll do it again. And we turned around and won the national title next year. Being the same people. I'm not changing. You got to carry yourself in a certain way. People like to do this, man. Well, do, you know, do you ever feel... No, I do not. No, I do not. And I'm not changing. But you got to face the music. Okay? You got to face... You got you, you to gotta face the music. When it's good and bad. Okay? Niner goes, Penn State got you, though. Yeah, I know. You know what's really great about that, Niner? We were called the criminals, and yet you had Sandusky on your sideline. Congratulations to you. Who was actually the ones that most of my teammates are now in media, and you see them on TV every weekend doing good things also, being part of the mainstream media. And Jerry Sandusky's in prison for assaulting children, and he was the D coordinator on that sidelines. You guys were calling us animals. You'd like to revise your history a little bit? Who was the good versus evil? Back to tonight. Hey, I got to go. Hey. Back to tonight. How many yards does Mike Evans go for tonight? How many yards? James says 120. Mike Evans is playing out of his mind right now. 60? <laughs> 50? And your defense is giving up three. And by the way, just to put in context, the Eagle defense is giving up 330 yards a game versus Mac Jones and Kirk Cousins giving up 330 and Mike Evans is in town at Raymond James tonight how many wait a minute how many yards did um Jefferson go for he went for wait what 159 so I think between 159 and 200 you don't have a guy that could cover him I think between 150, I'm going to go between 159 and 200 for Mike Evans tonight. Wow. Oh, 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 man. Holy shit. Mike Evans going to have a ball game tonight, boys. Hey, no question about it. My guy, Big Sills, is yesterday on coaching or Jerry Jones on why Dak and the Cowboys caught up. Hey, dude. Atypical Cowboy game. Shit to bed versus a lesser opponent. I told you that's the difference between the Eagles and the Cowboys right there. The Cowboys will beat you and lose to the Cardinals. That's exactly what I've been telling you. Okay? It's exactly what I've been telling you. That's who they are. They'll beat Philly. They always do. Okay? They always do. 
Evans is playing for a contract. Hey, how many yards does Baker Mayfield throw for tonight versus that shitty secondary? How many? By the way, is Hassan Reddick? Are we coming around? I will take that bet. Bet he doesn't. <laughs> really? Why? Because you have so many great defenders. 225. 450. How many, how many passing yards will Baker go for tonight? Is it going to be a trifecta of three straight quarterbacks over 300 yards in the air? I think it is. I, I, hey, I would say Baker Mayfield tonight throws for 300. And 25 yards. The question will be, will there be picks involved in this? Okay. Why do you, why do I think he'll throw for 325? Why do you think I think that Baker will throw for 325 tonight? You guys have an idea? Three, could be. One pick six, that's a, that's, like, how about this? 325, I I would say this, I wouldn't be shocked if Baker Mayfield throws the ball 60 times tonight because they can't run the ball. That's why they're going to, he's going to have a ton of yards. This is what you don't want to see if you're the Bucks. 350 yards, one touchdown and three picks because somewhere in there is a pick six going the other way, and then you're talking about makeup yards when you're behind by 14. And then you'll look down at the numbers and go, hey, he threw for 325. Yeah, because he was behind, because he threw a pick six. You know, the two quarterbacks that you played all kept their all kept their teams in the game. You know, if you're down for it, now then again, you did lose leads in every game. Pretty substantial leads, too. Pretty substantial leads. Ty thinks you're going to hold Baker Mayfield to 225 when you couldn't hold Mac Jones to three under 354 yards. Hey, Ty, so Mac Jones goes for 354, and, and Baker won't go. That's You don't have a good secondary. You're not good. You're 31st. You're not good. You're not good. Hey, is Bradbury playing? They're putting him in the slot. Is that right? Is Bradbury playing? Has he been cleared to play tonight? Bradbury's playing. He's playing in the slot, right, Tone? Have they moved him over to slot? So then Job is going to be over on Godwin? It has not been confirmed that he will play in the slot. Fantastic. Fantastic. Don't tell anybody. Make that a game time move. Don't tell anybody. Absolutely the way you want to go with that. Job is on Godwin. I'm going to Godwin a lot. Job's not good. Okay. He's got, how about this? Job's got a lot of learning to do. And he, he, he has a, he's not very good. Today, maybe just, re- hey, could it be he needs reps? Yes. 
Okay. Could it mean he needs reps? Probably. I think Slate covers Godwin and Bradbury covers Evans. That's probably the way to go, Tone. I feel comfortable. I feel way better with that, Bradbury. But Evans is 6'5". He is a physical mismatch like AJ is and DK Metcalf. Those guys are physical mismatches. Bradbury is not that physical of a ball player on a guy like that who's 238 pounds. He's 6'5", 238. That guy's built like a tight end. What's for dinner during the game at the Cilio house? Hey, whatever she's cooking. <laughs> Maniac, whatever, whatever she's cooking. I don't know. <laughs> whatever she's cooking. Like The Rock says. Okay. Whatever she's cooking. Tampa doesn't have tight ends. True. Hey, and by the way, can I can I get can I get a favor out of Brian Johnson tonight? Dude, can I see a screen pass? Can you get a screen pass out? Can we start throwing some intermediate passing to help out your down passing game and your seam and your slot passing game? Can, can, can we get a little bit of screens? Why don't they, well, it's probably because Jalen can't throw them because of the stuff. It's not because he, wait a minute. I'll take that back. It's not because he can't throw them. RPO really doesn't allow you in a screen game. RPO doesn't have screens. You either run it, throw it, or keep it. There's really not a screen game in there. Now, I'll tell you what I would like to do to uh, Swift. I'd put Swift in that slot. And because Quez is out, I'd like to put DeAndre Swift in that slot and have him in that slot position. Because I think he could be better suited to be in that slot position, DeAndre Swift. Okay? K-Dot and the tight end for the Bucks may not be top 10, but the Eagle linebackers... That's that's such a great comment by Tone. Um, Hunter Henry and the New England tight ends weren't anything to write home about, but they annihilated the Buck the uh, Eagle linebackers. You guys are making it sound that's a great point by him. Cade Otten is a better player than what you have at linebacker currently. Now, that's. Correct. That's a matchup. And they'll go there. They'll go there with that. It's totally true. That's right. It's not about star players. You know, sometimes it's not about the star player. I mean, look at the Dolphins yesterday when they ran the ball. You know, hey, Tyree Kill, 54-yard touchdown catch to open the game. Their true story Tone, who was the guy that ran for like 200 yards for the Dolphins? He was the real... Him and Tua were the real story in that game. The Dolphins had a back run for 200 yards. The Miami Dolphins, who I couldn't tell you the last time they had a 200-yard back. Ricky Williams? Right? I mean, that's not something you see in South Florida is a 200-yard rushing back. 
I mean, Dan Marino never had that. He had a dude named Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Really? I'm not kidding. He played at UCLA. As a matter of fact, he played at UCLA and he was a running back during uh, Dan Marino's time. It's crazy, but was it's true. It's not the new player. Okay? That kid was great. A kid was great, man. That's a great comment by, by Tone because guess he's right. They're they're tight end. They're tight end. The Buccaneer tight end is better than your linebackers. It's true. Here, look. The Bucs beat you in that. Wide receivers versus your secondary, they own you. You're going to stop the run and... I believe you're going to get pressure on the quarterback. Hey, for the record, Josh Sweat's your best. And I said this last year, Josh Sweat's your best defensive football player right now. He is your best player. You got a budding star in Jalen Carter, and you got a guy who's turning the corner in Jordan Davis. The rest of them, Fletcher's playing good. But the rest of them, Sean Desai has really done a nice job has really done a nice job, okay? Has done a really good job. I, I think Fletcher Cox has played well, too. I, Milton Williams has played well. We're going to look at week three of the NFL leading into tonight's games. Um, I, I, I think it told us a lot about really where teams are. And also, I think it told you a little bit about the NFL. Eagle fans think they're going to blow out the Bucs tonight. I'm pretty sure everyone, including me, I thought the Cowboys were going to blow out the Cardinals. I thought the Ravens would win. How about the Jags getting boat raced in Jacksonville? In Jacksonville. I think the Jags are one and two now. Shit, dude. Better start getting that thing going, man. Okay. Better start getting that thing going. You better. Hey, by the way, we're looking forward to being um, at the King of Prussia Hooters this weekend. Can't wait to see some of you out there. It's the 40th anniversary. And tonight, the places are going to be packed in the Northeast area. For the Northeast Tutors, do me a favor, all seven locations, go to northeasttutors.com to find the location nearest to you. And for you to experience what we've been talking about now for 40 years. I've had a relationship with Hooters that long, 40 years. Now, look, if you don't want to go into any one of the locations, log online to hooters2go.com. The iconic Hooter girls will take care of you, bring the food out to your car. You take it back to your house. You can watch Eagles and Bucks tonight and also the second game tonight. For you to enjoy yourself with the great food that I've been talking about for 40 years. Tuesdays, if you do go into the places, you buy 10 wings, get 10 boneless. How about this? Wing Wednesdays, a 40-year tradition, 1983, all you can eat. Saturdays, kids eat for free. Folks, I'm telling you, six items, six bucks. You can't beat it with the 40th anniversary of Hooters. Go to northeasthooters.com. That's northeasttutors.com to find one of the seven locations nearest you. And when you do, do me a favor. You tell them Big Sill sent you. Whose house is this? 
Snowball and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. Heading down the show. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Hour number two, Gary Cobb, Fox 29 in Philadelphia, bottom of the hour as always on our Mondays. Going into a game, usually coming out of a Sunday game, but Gary's going to give us a preview for tonight's game. Also, Joe Mesa, who is the proud sponsor of our road to Vegas and the Super Bowl, will join us at 5.30. That'll be in hour number three. Tell you what, man, I'm not a Taylor Swift person. That was pretty cool. She looks genuine, man. You actually think she's worth $800 million. She's got like the biggest, am I right, Tone? She's got like the biggest Instagram following on the planet. Who cares if it lasts? It's not the point. That's an awesome catch. Best catch that that, um, Kelsey's ever had in his entire career. (laughs) I would say. Good for him, man. It looks fun. They're young. They're both 33. Who cares a shit? People are so critical of that. Well, she'll dump him and drop him on an album and say she he, he broke her heart. Whatever. Who cares? Great. You're 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 gonna be on a Taylor Swift record for infinity. Great. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, it's it's better to be known than never known. Who cares what it is? Okay, I mean, right? Who gives a shit? I I 
I really, I mean, I can't believe the arenas and the stadium. She doesn't even do arenas anymore, right? This chick, like, sells out stadiums, like Arrowhead. She don't need this guy. And she looked pretty cool. She was jumping up and down. She looked like they were having a good time. Good for them, man. People are so critical of dumb shit today. It'll never last. He'll be on a record where she'll start talking shit on him. So what? Jesus, criminy. People are so judgmental of people's private lives. Who cares? You see, that's the stuff that moves the needle. Right there, that kind of shit. And I hate that is dumb. I don't I don't give a crap who he is, what he's doing. That's like saying this, hey, that, that that's why people care about whether or not a player's gay or not, because of that kind of stuff right there. That's the kind of shit that moves the needle with people. Is he gay? Is he not? Is he Dale and Taylor Swift? Is it you think it'll last? What are you? I mean, really? <laughs> it's you, you, you. Our media sometimes sounds like the View. The sports media people—they sound like the View. You think it'll last? You know, I thought I thought she was an eagle person. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? I don't know. Who cares? End of the day, man. I could give a shit. Right, man? Hey, man. See them walk- hey, walking out of the uh, locker room together. He, but one, one thing I would say this to um, Travis Kelsey. Dude, you took her out in an Impala? Now, look, I'm all for a nice 1964 Impala. Okay, with up and downs on them and power shocks. I'm good with that. But, hey, man, you're taking Taylor Swift out in an ice cube Impala? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I Hey, I, I don't know if that's going to work. You know what I'm saying? Told my, my old lady would go, hey, this is a 1968 Impala, right, man? How you doing? Yeah. Little, little up and down, the doggy in the window. We're ready to rock. It's all good, you know? So I don't, I don't, I don't, Hey, I don't know. I don't know if Taylor Swift understands what, a, you know, why are we out in an Impala? It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go too, dude, my grand, Hey, Steve, just so you know, my grandfather owned six of them. We had six Impalas, not, no lie. One of them we used as our lobster car. We put all of our stuff in it and all our gear in it. White Impala stunk to high heaven with fish he had a green one too and i think he had a black one yeah i loved i loved impalas man my grandpa loved them totally we had him totally then then he got a buick yeah you needed to take a chick like uh taylor swift out in a lamborghini or like um bucati or something right he's got the dough anyway i'm gonna throw this at you here um, here, let me see if I'm going to say this about the Cowboys here. Then we're going to look at week three, of the NFL. All right. Like Harvey two-faced. Um, is there a chance the Dallas Cowboys can move on from Dak after this year?
You think the Cowboys could move on from Dak after this season? How about this? Would you have that? If you're Jerry Jones, could you have that conversation? Now, the question would be, where are you going? If you replace Dak, okay? Could... What will stop the Cowboys from not having that conversation? Dude, that interception in the end zone was horrible. There's no getting around it. That was a horrible throw. Horrible throw. How many times they get into the red zone? Mm. Look, I think if he gets to the NFC title game, that conversation will not happen. Okay? But if they they have it, they have up and down games like they had this past week. Dude, that w- can you guys remember a Cowboy loss more? Weren't they 12 and a half point? What was that? Weren't they 12 and a half point favorites for that game? Weren't they like, it was like 12 and a half, right? They're almost 13, 13 point favorites. Some houses, right? Dirty, like 13 points. And they got beat 28. What was it? 28, 16. Shit. I can't think of a more disappointing loss in the Cowboys in the last six years. Shit. Not counting postseason. Maybe that Saints game where they didn't score a ton of points down there and they got beat by like Tyson Hill or some shit. Right? 28-16. Joshua Dobbs out he didn't play spectacular, but man, I mean, you got to be better, Dak. Dude, if you're Jerry Jones and you're Stephen Jones, hey, who do you think will be on the Cowboys next year? McCarthy or Dak? Or will both be gone or both back? I mean... Well, I mean, McCarthy was so good in the first two games. Plays were coming in and out. Dude, it's like they read press clippings, got ahead of themselves. It was almost like a lack of leadership. Like, I'll tell you what. One thing about the Eagles play right now, they're not playing good ball. But you know what they do? They know that. And they're still 2-0. They could never, the Cowboys could never come out of what the Eagles are going through right now because there'd be finger pointing. There's no finger pointing at Novacare. Well, you put up with AJ, and there was a little bit of rumbling there with Goddard, but not, not devastating. Not devastating. You know what I mean? I think the Eagles are better. I think the Eagles are better set up for adversity than Dallas is. Hey, by the way, Micah Parsons, 
dude, I told you they were going to run at you. And they did. And you looked pathetic. Dan, the game management was horrible, especially at the end, being down two scores, burned two minutes off the clock in the red zone. McCarthy needs to go. The red zone call sucked. It was definitely, that was clearly sea loss a factor. But you know what, though? Sea loss. One thing I'll say, though, dude, you gave up 222 yards to the Cardinals. Who's their running back? Dion going to be the head coach of the Cowboys in the next five years. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, one thing before I do move on to week number three. Okay. I want to make sure I'm clear on something. Everybody is trying to beat Dion. They are trying to beat him. But they've always done that. As you can tell, I love loud people. I have no problem with Deion Sanders whatsoever. I love what he's doing. I love that he he's made... By the way, Dan Lenning, you won't know his name by Wednesday. You won't know his name by Wednesday. Shit, you probably don't even know who I'm talking about right now. You, you won't know his name by Wednesday. It's okay. This is about Dion doing things against the grain. That's why, for me, whether they got killed on Saturday by Oregon or not, it wasn't. It was really irrelevant. It would add to the story if they had upset him. But he's already made his mark. This, this totally, he's won this thing. Don't make it more than it is. His team's not good enough yet. They'll get there. This is the worst they'll be. Dak's response confirms they don't listen to the media. They do listen to the media. I know, Brandon. Okay? They listen to the media because that's what the Cowboys are. The Cowboys are a Hollywood team. And that's why they're fickle. That's why they lose to the Cardinals. Hey, by the way, the greatest thing in the planet for the NFL is the Cowboys getting upset by the Cardinals. I guarantee you that'll be the highest rated game. You want, hey, hey, Tone, everyone, you guys want to bet that that'll be the highest rated television game from this past weekend will be the Cowboys and the Cardinal game. You want to bet? See, the Cowboys win even when they lose. That'll be the highest rated game. Because that's all people are talking about, the Cowboys laying an egg. That's all you guys have been talking about for an hour and a half. You just should practice what you're preaching here. Cowboys suck. Cowboys laid an egg. Cowboys did this. It's been going up for an hour and a half, even on our own show. Because we hate the Cowboys. That's right. Half America hates Trump. Half America likes Trump. That's why Trump is polarizing and carries networks. It's not important if you like him or not. 
See, to me, I don't give a shit about that. It's not about liking someone. It's content. Most people in life are sheep. You pick a side, me. I pick polarizing. <laughs> this guy, this guy, whatever, Nev goes, big Trump show. I don't give a shit about him. I don't give a shit about uh, crazy Joe Biden calling LL Cool J a boy. Okay? He's a dope. The other guy's a dope. They're the dumbest people on the planet. We buy into it. I guess it's because for some reason we got to elect two old guys. Worst political system sometimes on the planet is our own. Look at the candidates we're choosing from. Seriously, two dudes that'll be in diapers in two years. They always pick the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl every single year. Hey, Tone, can you put that super chat up? Please for me. Thank you. They always pick the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl every single year. This is the curse of Jimmy Johnson. The Cowgirls will never go again. Hey, C-Loss, can I tell you what I told Jimmy? Do, do you know when the Cowboys will go back to the Super Bowl? When they put him in the ring of honor. When, hey, when they put when they put Jimmy in the ring of honor, that's when they're going back. But see, Jerry's conflicted. Do I want to win a Super Bowl or do I recognize? You see here, there's two things you got to remember in people's reactions to things. Okay, let me ask you this. If, if the New York Jets, if the New York Jets bring in a quarterback, does that end the Zach Wilson experiment? like the Trey Lance experiment was ended in San Francisco. The moment they bring in a quarterback, doesn't that end his time in New York? And that you have to finally admit that that guy is just not going anywhere. Okay. You have to admit it. So you bring Carson Wentz in, Zach Wilson is done in New York. And he'll have to go somewhere else to try to resurrect his career. It's the message on the wall and everyone knows it. That's why they haven't run to it. And now you got beat by New England and you're giving up. How many points was it? You give up 15 points. If I played defense for the Jets and I gave up 15 points and lost a game, I might have an ass with someone. I gave up 15 points and lost an NFL football game. And our offense couldn't score 16 points to beat them. Shit, you're going to use some of the Jets? 13 guys to get some points on the board. Hey, you might want Mike White back. <laughs> I don't know, right? So that experiment. You see, if Jerry Jones puts Jimmy Johnson into the Cowboy Ring of Honor, do you know what he's admitting? Yep. Here's the guy that built the Cowboys. Not me. I'm the guy that sells the Cowboys. He's the guy that built them. And we've never been able to duplicate them. All the players that they've drafted, all the players that they've given money to, all the players they've overpaid, all the coaches that they've hired, 
they've never been able to replace. Isn't it? Isn't this crazy? Hey, isn't this crazy about the Cowboys? For 25 years, the Dallas Cowboys had two coaches, Tom Landry and Jimmy Johnson. Okay? Think about this for a second here. The Dallas Cowboys for 25 years had two coaches that won four Super Bowls. Okay? Jimmy Johnson, Landry. After that, Switzer was kind of the caretaker. And look at all these guys. That's a typical Cowboy game. The Eagles don't drop games like that to shitty teams like the Cardinals. They just don't. That's not what they do. That's what separated them since 2000. They're not going to drop a crappy game unless there's injuries or what have you, like what hurts last year. The Cowboys go into a game like that and get run over by Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> Let's bring G Cobb in. Holy cow, man! Yeah, that that was a that was a classic, you know. But I'm telling you, you know, part of it is uh, Jerry's too close to you know Dak and those guys. They don't. They're not feeling that heat like they need to feel. Come on. Dak knows he's not he's not going anywhere. And, you know, really, uh, you need to feel the heat. I mean, uh, the good teams are not going to permit that. They're, you know, people people be looking up. They're going to be changes and things. Those guys are not in that. You see that there's not that sense of urgency. I mean, did you see the guy as the sidelines? C.D. Lamb quit on the play, turn and look to the referee because he was trying to get a call. <laughs> and I'm going like, he's Michael Irvin even told me he goes, he stopped playing. Come on, you don't do that, man. See, that's that's lack of that discipline and mental toughness that you got to have if you really want to be a champion. And, and and you know what? As as a coach, as much as you would like to. You can't be buddy-buddy with your players like that. You cannot be huggy-huggy, buddy-buddy, ha-ha. No. There's got to be that side where, look, we produce here. You know, that's what we respect. We respect guys that produce. And that's it. Meaning, like, I mean, you know, yeah, we love you. Yeah, because you're producing. But you're not producing. I'm sorry. There's no There's no jokes and all. No. No. See, see, Gary, that's what they do great in Philly. They fall in like with their guys. Yeah. Not in love with their guys like that's Jerry right. does, you know? Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry is always like, you could, I think this goes back to Jimmy a little bit. And I'll tell you why. I mean, Jerry, shit, you know what yeah. he was like. I mean, Jimmy was the bad guy. Jerry was kind of like the guy that went, hey, man, it's all good. Yeah. And he, he's lost that dynamic of the he's guy because he told him no. Yeah, you right. have to – you. Look at Michael Jordan with Phil Jackson. Yeah. Look at any look at Belichick with Brady. There was always that one guy in the building to tell him no. That's right. And this has been the problem with Jerry since Jimmy's left. No one's told him no. That, that's that's the problem. And you know, you, you just gotta keep that little gap there between, you know, you and your players, you know, uh, where you know this coach here, yeah. Well, you huggy huggy now because hey, you had three sacks the last game. You're producing. You're playing great. You're working hard. But once that's there, hey, man, look, you're not here because, you know, I got kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're not here because it was huggy-huggy. No. 
and and see Jerry, he, he loves the game so much. You know, he loves football. So he loves the players. So he's, you know, he's like a fan around the players. Hey, you, you know, and, and uh, you know, you don't see like um, uh, Jeffrey Laurie. He doesn't get in between the players and his coach. He doesn't do that. He just Stays doesn't. He, he allows he, his GM to be a GM. That's right. Coach to be a coach. That's right. Players to be. He, there's really a sense of a chain of command more so with Philly than yep. in Dallas. Let's get to tonight's game. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your expectations tonight as they're in Tampa now against a pretty damn – hey, this defense is the defense that stopped Patrick Mahomes a couple of years ago that won a Super Bowl. That's and right. And Gary, pretty much the same personnel is on that defensive side of the ball. Mayfield's playing better, but what are you, what are you looking for tonight? Well, you know, they got a challenge on their hands. And, and uh, this is not going to be uh, anything easy, man. I'm telling you because you know you've got, you know, Bowles over there who is an outstanding defensive coordinator. He likes to – do these zone blitzes, you know, where he's going to blitz, but he, he doesn't want to give up the big play. So he's got a zone behind this blitz. And a lot of times he, you know, like uh, who is it? Antoine Winfield. He loves to blitz him. So if he's anywhere near the line, you know, he could be coming and they will play a zone behind it. So they're not going to give up the big play, but you'll be able to, you know, if you recognize it, there's probably a guy in the flat will be open. You'll be able to get rid of the ball, but you won't be able to get go down where you're going deep like they're playing man to man. So he he doesn't do that. And and you know they got Vita Vea there in the middle who's hard to move. So uh, if you're going to run inside, you know it's not going to be easy. And see, he's got a size advantage tremendously. You know over uh, you know Jason. There. Oh no, I I I I I don't really think Jason Kelsey's played that great this year so far in the first two games, mm-hmm. and he's arguably got the best nose on him. Yeah. In, in the game right now, and right. they're in the top, what, three in rush defense right now? Yeah, so so running the ball is, gonna, is not going to be easy, and, you know, they're going to have to take what they give them. They're like, you know, this is where Jalen's got to step in there and take those short passes, uh, you know, you, whether you're working to the top, you know, to the, uh, the tight end and everything. You know, they got some good linebackers with speed and everything. So what they've got, they're going to have to play well, and he's going to have to take what the defense gives them. It's not going to be where they're going to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He, uh, they would love to be able to just get up and start chunking the ball deep and everything. It's not going to be there. So they're going to have to win this game because they're focused. Uh, he's putting the ball on the money. They're catching the ball. Uh, when they get an opportunity, they get a little room to, to uh, run and screen and draws and things. Uh, they're just going to have to play a very good game because um, this isn't going to be easy. Now, the big thing I think it's going to come down to is they got to force a, a couple turnovers, you know. And Baker hasn't been turning over the ball. That's why Tampa Bay has been winning. They've got a good defense. Uh, they got a good running game. You know, they got two very good receivers out there, you know. and uh, Evans um, is spectacular. Yeah, Evans I mean, is, uh, you know, I mean, he's 6'5", 230 pounds. Man. And if, if he's one-on-one and he's, 
you know, whatever. If he's one on one with a guy, they will throw the ball. He's going to throw the ball to him. So here, he gets Gary from he'll, a he'll year ago. Get that, those balls. Last year, the pass defense in Philly gave up 171.6 yards a game, and so far, um, over the first two games, they're surrendering 326 yards a game. So, and you got Mike Evans, who yeah, and I told you this last week, Mike Evans, Gary. There's only one guy that's got more thousand yard receiving years than Mike Evans, and it's Jerry Rice. I mean, he's an underrated guy. Yeah. He's 6'5, 238. Yeah. I mean, do you put Bradbury on him? Do you put Slay? Do you rotate? Well, how do you try uh, to I, stop him? I don't think they will uh rotate, uh, but um I I, w- I would love to have Bradbury on him. He's he's been playing some slot, so yep. time you go in a slot. I would I would have no problem. I think they might try to do that some, where you try to get Bradbury on him as much as possible because he's the best matchup. You know, they're similar height and um, similar weight and everything. So that's the best matchup for the Eagles. Um, but the big thing they've got to do is, you know, they're going to have to play much better than they've been playing. You know, you cannot play as poorly in their uh, pass defense as they have been. they got to tighten things up because I think their pass rush can get there, see, are you, are, are, are you concerned about Reddick not having any sacks as we get ready for the third game? Obviously, his injury, I'm not – Yeah. there's no shade on it. I'm just yeah. saying that, you know, uh, he's been a non-factor. I, I am concerned. I know I, – I didn't expect much out of him because of the hand, because if you can't grab the guy you're rushing, you know, it's tough to pass rush if, you, if you, you know, your hands aren't right. You know, so – I expect that they gotta they gotta they gotta find a remedy for that. I mean, they gotta do something. They need him to start coming on, because uh, the guys, the young kids inside, you can't can't say uh, enough about how well they've come along and they've been able to produce. But they gotta get more from outside. And you like to see Hassan. You have, you've gotten some stuff from Sweat, but you need uh, Reddick uh, to uh, make some noise tonight. You definitely need that. But this is gonna be a game where they need to force a couple of turnovers. Because I think that's going to decide this game. If they, you know, of course the Eagles cannot turn the ball over, but turnovers, if you ask me, are going to decide who wins this game. How about this, Gary? Um, you know, if you go back and you watch the twenty-two, and I did, and you know, you see that Hertz is getting hit more. They've given up seven sacks already, and you br- you brought up Winfield and Todd Burles who likes to bring interior pressure. One of the things that Jalen has still been working on. Because one of the things people had a question on him was in his face pressure in mm-hmm. between the A-gaps. Yeah. And to me, because the running backs have been so pathetic this year in the uh, backfield and pass protection, you know, it, you, we, we can look at the five guys. It's not been great. But if you look at the backs, there's some of the poorest graded guys in the NFL. That's got to be a concern, too, because like you said, Bowles is going to bring pressure. That's right. And they're going to force him to move out in the perimeter, and they're, they're going to move him around tonight, I think. Well, that's what the teams that have played them. And both teams yep. have, have come with six-man blitzes where, you know, you occupy all of the linemen, and then, you know, the, the back, uh, most chance he's got to pick somebody up. And so um, they obviously don't feel good about the Eagles uh, pass blocking with their backs. So that's why, you know, they're all bringing six men. And, you know, I mean, they like to send Devin White. Most time they like to send him in, in the blitz package. So he's going to get a chance. You know he's going to be coming. They like to the blitz. So they're going. there's going to be some blitzing. 
And what Jalen has got to do is he's got to take what they give him. He's got to read it quicker than he's been reading it because it's been where he's looking. Then all of a sudden he turns, he takes, he, uh, his head goes down and he's looking to run. But because they've been blitzing like six guys rushing, all the holes, are, everything's closed up. And so it also allows them to, if, if he's running where he's uh, faking that, that handoff and taking off, they've taken that away. And what they're doing is they're making Jalen play the quarterback position from the pocket. And so far, he hasn't he hasn't done a great job of it. But that's what they – you can see that's what they said. We're going to keep him in this pocket. We're not going to let him beat, a, beat us with his legs. And we're going to get to him so he doesn't get a chance to throw the ball downfield, even though, you know, he's had a couple of completions down there. But for the most part, they've taken away his running, and they've taken away uh, most of the deep balls, and they made him throw shortened, and he's really struggled. So we'll see how he does tonight. Uh, hopefully he'll play much better. You brought up Mayfield and just some numbers on him. Now, again, it's the Bears. The Bears suck. They're terrible. Um, he threw for 315, 132 QB rating. Mm-hmm. He did a fantastic job. And here's something, too, that most notably with him. Now, look, it's the Vikings and the Bears. You know, this is a whole different animal tonight when you're taking yep. on a roster like the Eagles. So it's going to be a complete upgrade when it comes to the roster that he's going to be. But here's the one thing where I think he's improved so much on. Under pressure, he's fifth in the league right now, 71.4. So to me, that means, to me, they're putting him in a position where they're not asking him to have to carry the mail for the offense. Even though, Gary, the one thing that that team does struggle a little bit on, last week they got a little bit of a running game going. They got around 75 yards last week. First game against Minnesota, they couldn't get anything going. Um, but he's been protecting the football. And when Mayfield protects the football, he keeps him in these games because of that defense. Uh, yes, he has been standing in there and uh, making good decisions. And, you know, times he scrambled a little bit, but he hasn't really. Uh, just one time I know a guy dropped the pass, which, which should have right. been picked off. But other than that, he's been taking care of the football. And really, if you want to win in the NFL, that's one of the things you got to do. If you're turning the ball over, you're not going to win in the league. And obviously, they've sold that to Baker. I told him to be uh, conservative, and he knows, look, if I got Mike Evans out here one-on-one somewhere and I'm throwing it downfield, that's worth the risk. The guy's 6'5". Either he's going to catch it or nobody's going to catch it, especially if he's one-on-one. So he's going to go to him. And then, you know, you've got um, – what's his name coming across the middle? you got Godwin, who is who he's going to be looking for a lot of times – it's going to be either Evans or Godwin for the most part. And, and Godwin's is, is a guy who's tough. He's going to catch that ball inside. He will catch the ball and take a lick. So he's going to be looking for him. And, and these guys get open. Uh, they were on the Super Bowl team. They were a key part of that. And so I'm sure they probably have sold him on certain things that they did with uh, Brady. And they, they let him know, look, you got to have that ball here. He's letting that ball go on time and everything. And they're making sure they, that it doesn't get picked off if, if they don't catch it. So, you know, you know, you know, Gary, you know, um, my producer Tone brought up something here too. That kid, Cade Otten, a tight end for the yeah. Bucks. You know, mm-hmm. he's not a household name, correct? But the, the Eagle linebackers have struggled in covering. I mean, if you look at Hunter Henry and even in the other guy with the um, with the Patriots, those guys ate that middle zone up That's the right. entire time. And to me, 
this Kate Otten, he's a better player than anything Philly has at that linebacking position right now. So, you know, that may not be a household matchup that people they're looking at Bradbury and Evans, but mm-hmm. here's a part of the game where you go like this. Well, what's the weakest part of their defense? It's their linebacker core. That's right. So he doesn't have to be Travis Kelsey. He just has to be effective in there to move the chains and to help the running game. Yeah, you're right. You, you know, you saw the kid uh, uh, with the uh, with New England, who is, is he's not a great player, but he ran the routes, he caught the football, and, and that's all they need. And I would imagine they are going to attack them there because, you know, they're just not solid. They uh, they don't do a good job of communicating. It seems they're they are not aware of where everybody is. Like you got to know where the tight end is. So you know where he is all the time. So you're right away uh, ready to take uh, advantage of, make sure you're in position because he's the one closest to the middle of the field. And so he is, he could get open quickly and uh, you got to make sure uh, either you jam him or you cover him. You cannot be uh, just, you know, not aware of where he is when they do a a play action fake. Two last questions for you here. Um, Do we agree tonight's game? That excuse then about it's early after week three is over. And because as you and I know, three games is a trend when we get our game plans for Wednesday, right? We sit in our team meetings, Gary, we get our game plan. They give you the last three weeks of the season of of the year that your opponent you're playing. You see what they like to do. Mm -hmm. I formation or Brown set, red set, what have you. We know what teams tendencies are. That's right. Are we going to know a little bit more about this football team after tonight? Uh, I, I definitely think so because, I, you know, if they were to lose this game, if you think I would be surprised, no. No. Because what you just talked about, the, the pass coverage has not been good. You know, a Baker Mayfield, is he's got a good arm. He throws a ball. And the, the thing I would be telling, and I was joking with the guys telling them, look, get your hands up because he's not that tall. You can knock some of those passes down, and they're going to need that because he has been on the money with his throws. He's got a good arm. Uh, he knows this offense, and it seems like he's, he's playing confidently. So it's going to be some uh, batted passes or something, but they need turnovers in order to beat the Bucks. and I think this is going to be a close game. And if the Eagles lost this game, would I be shocked? No, because they got to play better. You know, Jalen's got to play better. Uh, the the defensive secondary and especially the linebackers. You think Hurts has to win this game tonight by the, in the pocket? Yeah, I think so because I think they're going to make him stay in that pocket. I think they're going to they're going to make him beat them from there, and so he's going to be have to be on the money with his throws, read the coverages they're in. He's got to take care of the ball because I think turnovers is, is going to decide it. So uh, it'll be a battle between whichever one of those quarterbacks plays the best. Okay, so like when you and I were in high school and we were playing Ripawam or West Hill and we put 70 points up on someone, <laughs> that was like kind of not a shocker, you know, when you when you put 70 on a team, right? You know, you're beating the hell out of Ripawam, yeah. 70 to nothing, you know, you're like, hey, that's just Ripawam. I mean, to see an NFL team, Gary, put 70 points on somebody, man, I mean, I, and they took a knee. I know, I know. <laughs> it could have been worse. They had plenty of time to score. Two, they, two would play two quarters. <laughs> I know. I tell you, you know, uh, you know, Miami, they're, they're showing some things. But but Denver, come on. Are you kidding me? 
You I give thought up it was 70 to be an upgrade, Gary, with Sean Payton over Nathaniel Hackett. I, I, Those guys quit. Horrible, man. And and Sean Payton to come out there, uh, the, the one guy's asking him, you know, he's, he's attacking the reporters. Look, and the reporter should have said, hey, I wasn't out there playing defense. What, what are you mad at me for, you know? I mean, that's, that's just horrible. And, uh, you know, with Russell Wilson, he, I think he realizes he, he made a bad decision taking that job. <laughs> In Denver. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> hey, dude, the only hey, the only day of the week he's happy is when that direct deposit goes in on That's- Tuesday. <laughs> 70 points. I mean, how could you give up 70 points? 70. Gary, you know, I, I hey, I hit refresh. 350. Hey. Gary, I hit refresh a couple times. I went, no way. NFL game, hey. 70 points. No 350 way. yards rushing and passing. Now, come on. 350 yards. Nobody was tackling anybody. That, that, that that's uh hey, it's like Stanford High versus Staples. Hey, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. Hey, hey, somebody somebody needs to lose their job over that. Boy, I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, you hey, so hey, do you think he benches Russell Wilson in the next two games? Yeah, yeah. If if uh, it's anything like that, yeah, he's gonna bench him. But I, I'm looking at the defense though, man. There were guys trotting. You know, guys running for a touchdown, and nobody seems like they want to make the tackle. Patrick Sertain looked terrible. Terrible, man. That was. And they get get, get this. They played Tua half the the game, and Kevin Waddle didn't even play. That's right. He was hurt or something. He didn't even play. He didn't even play. 70 points. Hey, I I would clean out that roster, too. I I would be looking at guys. Believe me, I'd have some new people in there. I mean. That, that's guys quitting and really just don't want to do your job. I mean, now if you don't, hey, if you don't want to play, fine. Hey, we can arrange that. You know what I mean? Damn, <laughs> but, man. I, but that I, was I, awful. Like, that was awful. That really, and I, I like you said, man. I had to, I had to refresh it. Gary, have a great game tonight. Have a great call tonight. I really appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much for your time. Always, my friend. Thank right. you again. Go Birds. Let's see what happens tonight versus the Buccaneers. Doubleheader tonight, absolutely so. Hey, by the way, we're going to take a look at week three, bud. 70 points. That's stuff you do in high school or in college when you're taking on, like, like Eagle Creek University. And you're like, I mean, I, I, I seriously, I'm hitting refresh. I'm like, there can't be. It, 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 it can't be 70 points, man. All right. Hey, Looking forward to being in the Philly area this weekend at the King of Prussia Hooters for the 40th anniversary. And the official home for the National Football Show is indeed Hooters. And we're so proud to be involved with the Hooters Northeast guys. And we got a great text from them today. We're going to meet those guys out there this weekend. We can't wait to see some of you out there as well. Thank you again. By the way, log on to one of the seven locations and enjoy tonight's game going into any one of the Hooters at NortheastHooters.com. If you don't want to go into the place, you can go to Hooters2Go.com, bring the food home, watch the great doubleheader tonight. Birds and Buccaneers kick it off for you early. Also, maybe you want to go in, try some of the great specials we have. Buy 10 wings, get 10 boneless free. Wing Wednesdays, one of the 40-year traditions that we have at Hooters. 1983, the year the place was founded. All you can eat. Kids eat for free on Saturday. Six items, six bucks, all the great happy hours. 
Go to northeasttutors.com. That's northeasttutors.com. And when you go into any one of the seven locations, do me a favor, tell them Big Sill sent you. and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. Heading down the shore Have a ball once more Here, imaginations run wild And time stands still Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore All on one five-mile island So leave the old you behind And get lost in the woods Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. from Mason Associates will be with us also in the 5 o'clock hour, 5.30. Proud sponsor of the Road to Vegas for the Super Bowl. We so appreciate Joe coming aboard with us. That'll be at 5.30. Get his spin on tonight's game as well. Um, Guys didn't answer the question when I asked you. With good coaching. Hey, by the way, you guys, here, let me do this when it comes to Hurts, and I want to compare one more time here to Tua. Tua's got better coaching now, doesn't he, than what he had under Brian Flores? Yes or no? He's got better coaching. 
would it be fair to say that maybe, and you know what? Maybe Shane Steichen on what, you know, people were saying around Philadelphia about Shane Steichen. Maybe he is a good play caller. Maybe he is a good offensive coordinator. Right? John McMullen kept saying, guy's one of the best play callers in the league. Well, dude, he just took a football team and won a big game. I mean, that was pretty impressive on what they did. That Colts team has no right winning football games. They have have no right winning football games. There's not a lot of talent on that team. They have no right winning games. And really a fine job, man. They did a really nice job, right? And now you have Brian Johnson who's kind of feeling his way through with Hurts and we're all going like this. It just doesn't quite look the same. Well, look at Tua now. Man, this guy gets... This guy gets this play-calling genius. This quirky dude and who looks like a ball boy like for the Italian national soccer team. And he, he's, he, he's a tremendous play-caller. Tua's not beating Kansas City. Oh, I think they can beat them easily. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. There's better personnel in Miami than there is in Kansas City. Kansas City doesn't have great personnel. They beat the shitty Bears. I wouldn't be putting that performance up that they trounced the Bears and putting that up into any kind of, well, hey, they were great. They have Travis Kelsey and a bunch of nobodies. On defense, they have... You see what they're doing now to Chris Jones? They're moving him to even defensive end, defensive tackle. And they're moving him up and down the line of scrimmage because they really don't have anything else too. Okay? I mean, there's 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 Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Andy Reid, and Mahomes. The rest of it are dudes. Like, if the Eagles were to lose Hurts, they still might win eight games. If Kansas City loses Mahomes, they won't win a game. They won't win a game. Okay, I mean, there's, hey, there's just no talent there. The Eagles have more, you, you realize the Eagles have more talent still right now than Kansas City has. They still have more talent, but the quarterback's exceptional. This guy, Tug of Viola, if you put Tug of Viola in Kansas City with Andy Reid, he'd be doing the same thing. He'd be doing the same thing. Tug of Viola's a better passing quarterback than Jalen Hurts, and it's not close. Now, Jalen Hurts is a better and superior runner, not quite the passer, and he's durable. Anybody's durable when you're talking to him. Mahomes got hurt yesterday, so 
they're very fortunate was just an ankle roll. Absolutely. See, some people in here will try to convince you that Jalen's a better passer than Tua. That's not true. It's never been true. It's never been true. They knew that at Bama. Okay? I'm not, no, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not saying that you sit there, where would you put your 200? I'll tell you this. If you're Tug of Viola and you picked up the option, which Miami did, wow. That was a stroke of genius. Because you know what helped the Dolphins? Him getting hurt last year. Those concussions saved Tua, or excuse me, saved the Dolphins $45 million. Because he's playing like Mahomes right now. Picture that. Chris Greer has done two things to improve the Dolphins. The firing of Brian Flores, who I like who I think did a great job down there. Upgraded the play calling. This guy, McDaniels, he, he is a budding superstar play caller to a better passer. Hurts can extend plays. Yeah. See, Maniac, you see it better than most people do. Because that's right. That's And plus, the durability factor. You know, I mean, let's let's face it here. Tucker Viola is a hit away from being a bag of marbles. I mean, can you really put your entire future into that one globe and go, well, if it falls off the desk, the whole thing's broken, and that's it. Can you do that? Jalen, he could take a pounding, and he's going to be more durable. Who do you build your team around? You see – Tucker Viola is built for today's NFL. Jalen's not, okay? But Jalen and some of these other guys are redefining the dual threat attack. And it's coming. It is. It's here, actually. By the way, we'll talk about Josh Allen. They had a come-to-Jesus conversation after that Jets game. He looked spectacular. He looked spectacular. 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 Jalen will never be the passer that that guy is in Miami. Ever. Ever. This guy puts up 466. Um, I mean, I think he had four incompletions. Guy's averaging 350 yards a game. Let's be honest, Brian Flores should have never been fired. That was a travesty. Most of these owners don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, that's a bad take because they're better now. They're better under Mike McDaniels. They're better under him. They've upgraded the coaching position. And Flores is good. They upgraded the coaching. If we had two of your thoughts, Bear, the question mark isn't talent anymore. It really is health with the kid. Okay? 
right? Yeah, right? It's health. It's not ability. It's not ability. There's nothing. Look, does he have the strongest arm on the planet? No. But having the strongest arm on the planet doesn't make you the most effective quarterback. Dolphins versus Bills next week. Who do you got? Where is it? It's. I think it's in Buffalo. Hey, I'm going to say this to you. The way this thing is looking right now, I think every single playoff game may be played in South Florida this year in the playoffs. And they ain't going to have to go to any cold weather because they're all their cold weather games. I think they have it at the front end of their schedule. I think it's in Buffalo. And I think they've already, I mean, the Jets, New England, they've already taken care of New England. So I don't think they have to go up in the AFC East. And I don't think they have to go to, Am I, you guys maybe want to check that out just to uh, fact check that. But in the AFC East, I think they got the majority of those games out of the way. And they're not going to have to have a November or December game in New England. Okay, I think they got the majority of those games out of the way. They got Buffalo coming up. That's going to be in Buffalo from what I'm understanding. Well, they don't have to go to Buffalo in November or December. Okay, so they're not... You're going to have to go down to South Florida and play them in December. So that helps them out massively. Okay? Hey, man, that kid, it, it, when you watch him throw, he, he plays like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's, you know, Jalen plays like Lamar. Lamar's an MVP. I don't think there's any harm in that. By the way, I think the Ravens, we're going to talk about week three. I think the Ravens, I think they got jobbed in a call out there by the rest that was holding. That would have kept the drive going, and they could have kicked the field goal and won that game. Um, Joe Mace is going to join us, proud sponsor of Jacob Sports and also our road to Vegas for this year's Super Bowl. We're going to talk with him. That'll be at 530. I want to look at week three. We'll preview a little bit more for tonight's Eagles and Buccaneers. What again to look at? Please do me a favor. Hit the like button. Power hours coming up. It is game day. Keep it here on the National Football Show. and Hooters, the perfect pair.
If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Corinth Save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. National Football Show. I got to tell you, man, I think this kid, C.J. CJ Stroud, may actually break the Ohio State quarterback jinx. Okay? He may actually break it. So far through three games, 9-0-6, four touchdowns, zero picks. I mean, you got to like what you're seeing here with this kid. You, you, you just got to like. By the way, we'll talk a little more Eagles and Bucks. We're also going to look at week three here in a second. Joe Mesa is going to join us. Proud sponsor of Jacob's Road to the Super Bowl and to Vegas. He'll join us at 530. So this kid looks like the real deal here, man. I mean, Ohio State has never produced a quarterback worth a shit for the NFL. They've never produced one. They've been nothing but bums. This kid looks legit. Okay? He looks legit. By the way, that whole train wreck in Chicago with Justin Fields. Dude, you got to get out of there, man. You got to get out. You know what? I don't think he's very good. I never thought he was very good. I thought he was trying to – he worked so hard. And he got frustrated with some bullshit words last week talking – shit on his coaches okay i get it frustration sometimes you lose your poise it's cool okay you know i i forgive that stuff but you're in chicago you're in chicago there's two places where you go to die if you're a quarterback the new york jets and the chicago bears those are just two places you go to die i mean honestly the new york jets and the chicago bears every quarterback they've ever drafted has sucked except for McMahon and Rex Grossman. 
Look at the Jets. Richard Todd, okay. Um, the one guy that they, they uh, uh, O'Brien, nine and eight versus Marino, I suppose. But it was Namath, and that's it. The last time they had a legitimate Super Bowl quarterback that they drafted, we put a guy on the moon. I mean, we put a guy on the moon. I mean, at least Grossman got to a Super Bowl. Hey, Rex Grossman, Jalen Hurts, a lot in common. Got to a Super Bowl. I think he was 15-1 and one also. I'm kidding. <laughs> that I can't. That I can't. Hey, that I can't keep a straight face to. And 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 for the record, I won't. Okay. So we'll talk Eagles and Bucks here in a second. Let's take a look at Week Three here before we get Joe on here. I thought Deshaun Watson looked great. Twenty-seven-three, they beat the Titans. I thought he looked great. 289, two touchdowns. Browns are two and one. Titans fall to one and three. Man, if you get that kind of play out of Deshaun Watson, outside of that Carson Wentz play where he threw the ball backwards, I was like, dude, please, you wrecked a lot of what you did good by that stupid ass play. Okay. He looked fantastic. Big throws. Okay. Big throws and dominated. I really liked what Deshaun Watson did. I got to say this one more time. Boy, Jared Goff. Here's a guy that I hated coming out of Cal. I didn't like him even when he was with the Rams. He's worn on me. 243, a touchdown. They got to learn to win. They beat a pretty good Falcon team. Not a great Falcon team, 20 to 6. Um, I, I tell you what, the Lions have... Con- the Lions have some talent. The Lions have some talent. They just got to figure it out. I mean, you beat Kansas City in KC. Okay? I mean, the Dolphins absolutely annihilate the Broncos 70 to 20. It's not so get this. That whole th- listen to how that looks. 70 points and you beat a team by 50. I mean, what's worse, the 70 or being beat by 50? Seriously, what's worse, being beat by 50 points or the 70? I'm thinking the 70. Okay? I'm thinking the 70. But you you, you were beat by 50 and you gave up 70. Hey, 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 Yale, isn't it the former head coach that's the D.C. there? Isn't it the former Bronco head coach that's a D coordinator up there that used to play for them? I mean, I thought it was that guy that was the D coordinator up there. I mean, dude, I'm, I was told Sean Payton this was an upgrade. I thought this was an upgrade. I mean, really? Nathaniel Hackett didn't have 70 put on him. Yeah, Vance Joseph? Bro, it's time to let's go here. Uh, no. Someone's got to pay the piper. And it ain't going to be Peyton, and it ain't going to be Russell Wilson. There's too much money and equity built in those two guys. 
I mean, that was just an out and out. Someone took a branch off the tree, and they just took a whooping stick to you, dog. Bills destroyed the Commandos. 37-3. Allen, 218. Diggs, eight catches, 111. It's just total domination. Defensively, too, two and one now. Bills look like a completely different football team uh, than they did against the Jets. No more you're going to see high percentage turnover plays, I think, up in Buffalo. They look good again, okay? They look good. The Texans go down to Jet. Not only did they, they went down to Jacksonville and beat the shit out of the Jags. I don't know what it is with the Texans and the Jags, but they have their number, 37-17, and C.J. Stroud looked great. I mean, throwing dimes, he looks like a good-looking football player. Okay? He really does. Colts upset the Ravens. Minshew Mania's back. 227 TD. How about that kid Moss? Going for 122. Maybe Jim Mercer is not as crazy as we thought. The Colts and Shane Steichen are 2-1. and one, And the Jags are 1-2. and two. The Ravens fall to 2-1. and 22-19 in overtime. I mean, hey Shane, way to go. Gardner Minshew, baby. Minshew mania. Can you feel it? Who would you rather have on your team right now? Minshew or who's your backup again? What's that guy's name? Guy won the Heisman. What's his name? Believe it or not, I'd rather have the Eagles backup. I'd rather have Mariota. Chargers beat the Vikings. Some of the worst coaching in the history of pro football was in this game. The head coach of the Chargers should be fired. It's a fireball offense. Late in a ball game, you're on your own, what was it, 24? And you go for it. You don't get it. And because the Vikings weren't prepared in a two-minute drill, not knowing what to do or line up, plus they were lollygagging around, they couldn't hear because of the crowd noise, and you didn't know what to do inside of a two-minute drill, knowing full well you had to have you had to have plays coming in and out. That was some of the worst coaching I've ever seen. Ever seen. I cannot believe that both those coaches have their gig. I mean, if I'm Kirk Cousins, trade me to New York, please. Let me go play for the Jets. That thing was horrific. Horrific. 28-24, Herbert 405, three touchdowns. Keenan Allen, 215. He was insane. They may have lost Mike Williams um, for the season. So, um, but man, Brandon Staley, he Brandon Staley should have lost his job, even though they won the game. I mean, he should have lost his job. Going for it? No, no, no. Punt the ball away. You got the lead. You're on the road. There's a minute left. Two minutes left. You go for it on your own 24. 
nobody who has any kind of bitty football, junior football league, high school football, flag football, nobody would do that. In total incompetence. Total incompetence. Um, if I'm the Jets defense, I am one pissed off dude today. Patriots score 15 points and you're on a defensive football team in today's NFL, 15 points you hold up. You hold an NFL team to 15 points and you lose. You you're, you walk into your locker room and you sit there and you sit there and you go like this. You sit there and you go like this. Okay, hang on here. So let me ask you this. Um, we surrender 15 points. Okay. And we lose a ball game. And you expect me not to sit here and start complaining and bitching about um, where the team is, where the team is going right now. I mean, to me, if you, if you're, if you're Joe Douglas, you could have a mutiny on your hands pretty soon here. Um, this Packers and Saints. Hey, can I tell you this about Jordan Love? Let's say this about Jordan Love. How many people feel pretty comfortable saying that the Packers have their future quarterback? I don't know. Right? Tone, what do you think? about the kid he may not exactly be Favre or Rogers but Jordan Love he's not terrible he's not terrible I I think he's pretty good dude I mean I I mean I I I don't know I mean I, I I like the guy yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, you 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 can get a sense that they like him and the players like him. He's not Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know. I mean, I I, I tell you this. If you're if you're the Packers right now, you you have for the last 31 years drafted quarterbacks correctly. How many organizations like the Bears and the Jets can't get one right? Look what happens when you do it right like Green Bay has been. Green Bay's underachieved by Super Bowl wins with all those quarterbacks that they've had for the amount of years they played. Still, they've gotten the position right for four decades. I mean, right? 1817, they come back, love 259 and one touchdown. Chiefs destroy the Bears at the Tyler Swift concert. Uh, 41-10. Mahomes 272, three touchdowns, did twist his ankle. Uh, yeah, no, I thought they played great at the Tyler Swift concert. It was fantastic. I mean, he had to get had to get Kelsey to ball because it's isn't that great? It's kind of like you're at in high school. Hey, I'll get, I, I know, I look, I know you're trying to get with that chick. I'll get you, I'll get you a touchdown. Hey, I, hey, hey, this would help me out a long way, man. You know, I'm going to take her to dinner. Can I get a TD? Can you get me? 
hey, get me in the end zone, man. I, I, I need a touchdown. P- please do me a favor. Hey, this will go a long way for some tail tonight. And I'm not talking lobster tail. You know, like, come on, man. We're boys. I'll hook you up with one of her friends. Okay. You know, she's got a lot of friends in the business. You know, I'll get, I, hey, uh, you know, I'll hook you up, man. Right? Oh, Travis Kelsey had a big day. And then maybe a big night. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir, man. Hey, let me just say this, man. Okay. Yeah, that was a big night for him, man. I'm probably, he's so exhausted today. <laughs> he, man, he had a, man, he played a lot last night. I mean, yesterday or whatever. Travis Kelsey's got to be exhausted, man. What an effort. This guy went 24-7, dog. This guy had two ball games he played in one day, man. So, what? hey, what do you think he was under more pressure? What do you think he – hey, Sue, what was what would, what would be more pressure, Sue, the Bears or Tyler Swift? Who was more of a threat to, Ty, to Travis Kelsey yesterday? Who do you think was more of a threat, the Bears, secondary, or Tyler Swift? You, you had to do this right. I don't know if I like the car and the ride taking out Tyler Swift and an Impala. I don't know. You might want it a little bit more of a fancier ride, but that's all right. You know, you had the roof off and everything. See, I'm with you. Sue, I think the Tyler Swift deal, man, I think for me, I think that was a tougher. No, I'd be under more pressure, man. Hey, where are you taking her? I'm going to take her to a barbecue. No, you're not. Don't ever take a chick to a place where you got to eat your with your hands. Okay, I don't like going to places where I like to eat with my hand. I, I like I like a fork and a knife and a spoon. I don't want to eat with my hands, especially on the first date. And you know, I just, I don't know because I never know what I'm going to be grabbing. <laughs> I mean, you never know, right? <laughs> Oh man, right? I like I like a fork and a knife. Yeah, so I think that was a tough game for him. Tough day for him, man. Mahomes was awesome though. Um Geno Smith, man. Over the Panthers. 37-27. I think the Seahawks are now two and two and one on the season. Cowboys get steamroll. Who's Dobbs? Joshua Dobbs, who was the running back that got did a, a running back had two hundred yards rushing? Right, is Tyler Swift the Madonna of today? I don't know Tyler Swift. I don't listen to that kind of stuff, but she's more, probably more probably as no, she's probably more popular because when Madonna came up, Death Row, she, Madonna didn't have social media. Madonna would would be as big if not bigger than Tyler Swift today. So Death Row, um, I don't know any of Tyler Swift's music, but she sure sells out a ton of people, man. I mean, uh, my cousin's uh, two girls went and saw her. Place was packed. She puts a great concert on from what I understand. I mean, she puts on, she she performs in front of like 85,000 fans. Hey, I saw that. I, hey, Sue, I, 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 I Googled her net worth. It's like $800 million. So see what I'm saying about if you're Travis Kelsey, you take a chick out that's worth $800 million in a sedan. (laughs) 
I mean, right? Hey, I want what, what's next? A station wagon? Hey, Tyler, here's my station wagon, my wagoneer. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of get it. You know, she probably has never been in a station wagon or a mountaineer. Or, you know, I mean, what's next? Bass fishing? Hey, let's go bass fishing. Is she like from the Philly area? Is she like from up there? I mean, do you take a chick that's worth 800 million? Do you take a chick that's worth 800 million out in a sedan? And we're going to go to a barbecue place or something. I don't know. It was a super sport. Is she a country singer? I don't know. A-list celebrity can't get higher. Hey, John. Hey, speaking of that, I got to thank The Rock. His people watch the show now. They're telling me. Guys, The Rock's people watch the show. And I got to thank him. Man, we, um, we, we posted something over the weekend about the XFL. It got over 750,000 views. So the logo of the show, um, the exposure of the show on Rock's um, social medias, in one social media outing, um, like for like 25 hours or whatever it was, it had over 750,000 views. Um, yeah, if you go over to his uh, Twitter page now, I think it's at 752. Shit, if you go over to ours, it's 755, I think it is. How about that tone? Just something that he said on our show. We, we, we posted it a couple days later. And James, great work, James. James put it out there, man. Seven, He's like incredible. Okay? She sits on the tee like the rest of us. I got it, man. It's all good. Can you dig it? Absolutely. Yes, sir, man. Pretty crazy. Um, Steelers and Raiders. Jimmy G got hurt. Here's, hey, three picks. You know, I mean, Steelers are two and one. Man, Mike Tomlin can coach. He's such a good coach, man. I mean, I don't think anything of Kenny Pickett, 23-18. And... Rams and Bengals, the later game, Eagles and Bucks, just in a couple hours. That Vegas thing. I'll tell you what, ever since Al Davis moved the team, and I mean after the Super Bowl that the Bucks won, the Raiders have been the West Coast version of the Washington Commanders. It's been one of the most pathetic. Do you know at one time, the Oakland Raiders had the highest win percentage in the history of the National Football League. That was a fact. The Raiders were the winningest percentage team in pro football history. And then they started moving and they started taking their business off the field and putting it into the courtrooms. They've never been the same outside of that one Super Bowl where they got rolled by the Buccaneers in San Diego. It's just, I mean, they want, well, hey, Tom Flores won two Super Bowls. They just have never been the same. Okay. Big sales win will get your schedule. I'll, hey, I'll get that to you about the King of Prussia um, 
Saturday appearance, we'll get you a little bit more of that until as we get closer into the week. JH has only Swift and Kelsey I care about. Play running back and center for the Eagles. Go Birds. Go Birds tonight, man. Hey, just like Gary, just like Gary said, and I agree with Gary Cobb what he said. Don't forget to catch him out on Fox 29. Uh, Gary Cobb said it. After tonight, there's no more excuses when it comes to it's too early in the season here because right now you've got to get yourself prepared here, okay? This Buccaneer team is going to be pretty good, and we're so proud this year because so many people now are vested in Jacob Sports. Uh, we got The Rock doing stuff with us now. We got so many people. Joe Mesa, also our proud sponsor, and our road to Vegas for the Super Bowl is with us now. We appreciate Joe joining us from Mesa and Associates. How you doing, Joe? Big night tonight, no, man? Dan, how you doing? Good to see you again. Yeah, man, this is, uh, I think, going to be a little bit of a test, a little bit of a challenge. Let's see how the Eagles can uh, come out here after a couple of weeks that uh, were probably a little closer or more touch and go than I would have liked. What what, do you, what, do you, what what are your expectations tonight? I mean, you know, Joe, they changed coordinators. By the way, both coordinators that were changed out one over the weekend. I mean, so, I mean, they're, you know, you can say whatever you want about Jonathan Gannon and about Shane Steichen. Those guys, one, one beat the Cowboys and the other one beat the Ravens. I mean, there's got to be some talent and something to be said about that. We're very critical because we like to see football a certain way, but – Hey, man, how much of a loss do you think that is and why maybe it's been a rocky start? I think Shane Steichen's a real deal. I think that's a loss, and I haven't, you know, been overly impressed by the play calling in the first two weeks of our new offensive coordinator, although hopefully he'll get it right. Um, or uh, you may see Nick Sirianni at some point taking the play calling back if he doesn't. I'm anxious to see how it goes this week uh, now that he's got two weeks under his belt. Jonathan Gannon, I don't know that I'm as high on him as I am Shane Steichen. I mean, it looked to me like Dak Prescott threw that ball right to Kazir White. Um, not sure what he was looking at or who he was throwing to, but, you know, we're always happy to see the Cowboys lose. <laughs> hey, I'll throw this at you here. That Kazir White kid, yeah. he was all over the field yesterday for the Cardinals, man. Joe, I got to tell you, I mean, there's some significant guys that you may see play out tonight because that kid Mike Evans can play. I yeah. mean, he's having a great season. And Kaiser White, T.J. Edwards, I mean, I don't know. T.J. Edwards was a big loss a year ago. But, man, Kaiser was great yesterday. Concerned about some of the guys that we have on the defensive side, especially at the linebacking core? Yeah, I wish we still had Kaiser White. I'm Me concerned too. about the, the middle of the field there, um, you know, where the linebackers are and the safeties. I'm concerned about the middle of the field there. Uh, Evans – I, I think, um, you know, hopefully Slay can have a big game. I don't know if they'll travel him with uh, with Evans or not or, uh, you know, switch off with Bradbury. My concern is you put him in the slot or he comes across the middle. If you don't have Slay or uh, Bradbury with him, we don't have a nickel corner right now or a safety that's going to cover Mike Evans at, by any stretch of the imagination. So hopefully, you know, still Justin Jefferson had a big game last week against Slay. Hopefully they can, uh, you know, shut Evans down or at least control him. I think uh, we can stop their run game. I'm not terribly worried about the Bucks' run game, but I am worried about uh, Mike Evans and and uh, and Godwin. See this guy right here, Joe Mason. This guy's running business in the background. He's got things going. He's a multitasker. 
that this is what makes you you here. You want, and he's breaking down the game tonight better than what I can do here. And he's got people in his ear. I mean, hey, Joe, that's that's what we're talking about here. That we only get a guys here on the big sell show here. So we appreciate you doing this. You got to be impressed a little bit with Baker Mayfield. Now, look, it's Vikings and Bears. You know, this is a whole different animal tonight with the Eagles. So you got to still be a little bit um, surprised at what he's done. He had a really good game, 315 against the Bears. He's really doing a great job, especially with pressure this year. But I, I like this Mayfield down in Tampa versus the one up in Cleveland. Uh, he definitely looks better than he did in Cleveland. I think it's going to be important for the Eagles' uh, pass rush to get to him early, collapse the pocket, you know, try to smack him around a little bit. I mean, he get him – off his game and for our secondary to be able to cover long enough for that to happen. I'm not terribly concerned about their run game, but um, you know, you can't give him too much time. I don't know if they're going to try to adopt uh, the playbook that uh, we saw from the Patriots and the Vikings, those short two, three second passes, get the ball out. Don't give the rush a chance to get there. I'm not terribly concerned about their run. But um, I also think we can pass on them. As long as uh, Jalen, you know, settles down a little bit, they give him time, he doesn't take too long, hold the ball too long, I think we'll be able to throw the ball on them. Speaking of Jalen, um, are you in the same camp as I am that, hey, you know, look at the coordinators that he's, he's going to face in the first three weeks. You had Belichick, you had Brian Flores last week. Now you've got Todd Bowles. He was a D coordinator, won that Super Bowl with Arians a couple of years ago. So what they're doing now is they're dropping five down now in the box, and they're forcing this guy to have to do a different kind of read. Even A.J. Brown has come out, Joe, and said, hey, we're seeing stuff that we've never seen before. And every quarterback knows, and everybody who's in that league, it's not so much about talent. It's about studying and seeing new things and upping your game mentally and so i'm not i'm not saying he's not studying but you think they kind of caught up with that offense a little bit last year and they're adjusting now i think they're adjusting to the offense and trying to take away the deep ball um and you know not give uh uh jalen open looks hopefully sirianni after he's seen it two weeks will be able to make some adjustments and and uh you know what they are exactly you know maybe it's uh uh, you know, more crossing routes, more movement. I mean, certainly I see that, uh, you know, it throws the defensive off to some extent if you have more movement, more crossing routes, motion, um, getting the ball out, uh, you know, to, to Goddard more perhaps, maybe um, in space to, to DeAndre Swift. But I would hope that Sirianni as an offensive coach, after seeing similar defenses, be successful, at least somewhat successful, the first two weeks can make some adjustments. Is that a Larry Bird picture on your wall back there? Yeah, that's that. Uh, let me see if I can. That's Is, is that the Dr. J when they went after yeah. one yeah. another? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so wait a minute here. This is the one that when Dr. J and Larry Bird got into the fight in the playoff game, right? Yeah, grabbed each <laughs> other by the throat. <laughs> I, it's, maybe that's symbolic of how Joe goes after people who go after his people. <laughs> that's the way I practice law. It's the way I live my life. <laughs> you come after me, we're coming after you. <laughs> hey, we're Italian, Dan. You know, that's the way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Two last questions for you here, Joe. By the yeah. way, we so appreciate you being part of our family here, man. I mean, last year, 
the Eagles gave up 171.6 yards a game passing. This year they're giving up 326 in the first two. That's got to not that Baker Mayfield is going to throw like um, for th- 400 yards tonight, but that's still got to be a concern in that back end of that defense is the pass defense. They're 31st in the NFL right now. Yep, I'm concerned. I mean, you know, what they do with the, the loss of Avante Maddox, and I think you have Blankenship back this week. Let's see what happens with the safeties. But there's no question, the middle of the field, the safeties, the linebackers, they're just not at the level we had last year. I, I think um, our front getting to the quarterback faster, giving them more time, our corners staying on their top receivers and tight and not giving up uh, any big plays can certainly, you know, hopefully make a difference there. I got 27-20 tonight. What do you got? I was thinking 28-24, so it's close. Yeah, you know what? So, like, you're thinking that maybe that they cover or because I think it's five, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you know, we keep – we we you know, us Italians, we keep an eye on that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, I don't know why, but we we, we keep <laughs> – Hey, Joe, thank you so much for doing this, man. We so appreciate you, you doing this, Paisan. Bona fortuna to you. Thank you. Good to see you. Take care. You got it. Joe Mason from Mason Associates, proud sponsor, our road to Vegas. Thank you so much for that. All right. Take a quick time out. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. 
Visit flywithcolony.com. quarterbacks going after one another tonight interesting please hit the like button we get closer to kickoff for eagles and buccaneers biggest concern going into tonight is what i think it's obvious right what's the what's the biggest third down defense. Interesting how Tone put that. Third down in third down defense. That could mean a variety of things. See, for me, for the Eagles to have control of this game, they need to take a page out of what they did a year ago when first down. Got to win first down. And you can't be doing this. Because, by the way, you have been doing this. You are third in the league in three and outs. You can't have, hey, look, it's one. you're going to have three and outs versus the Todd Bowles Super Bowl champion defense. That's what this is. You understand that. I mean, hey, you're not a Super Bowl offense. No, I'll take that back. You're a Super Bowl offense. That's a Super Bowl championship defense. I mean, there's not a lot of old guys on that team. Winfield, maybe a little bit. Maybe Shaq Barrett, whose hair is on fire this year. He's playing great. That's a Super Bowl championship defense. That shut down a team you couldn't offensively. Okay? Just remember that. As much as you guys think you're better than the Bucks defense. You have no resume to say you are. Well, we had 70 sacks. We did this. We won an NFC. They won an NFC and a Super Bowl. And their middle linebacker is 25 years old and is the captain of the team and was in that Super Bowl. I hate to say it, but Kaiser White was the leading tackler against the Cowboys, and he got the interception. So we were wrong. Um, hey, hey, Kaiser White is playing his ass off. I could – he looked better in Arizona than he did in Philly. I couldn't believe that was the same guy playing – I mean, he was good in Philly. He was all – he was a pro bowler. I mean, he was a pro bowler yesterday. He was one of the stars on that football team. He was one of the best players on the field. Okay? Sills, they had Brady, and that was like four years ago. Look at Keon. Keon, Brady doesn't play defense. They shut Mahomes down. 
Then they turned around and shut your boy down a couple years ago in 21. Made him look dumb. Same coordinator, same talent, same people. You're better, though. Okay, let's see it. We're going to find out. You have no track record to tell me that you're better than the Buccaneer defense. You have none. You have no proof of that. Okay? You have no proof of that. You're not better this year than you were a year ago offensively or defensively. You're making it sound like you're playing great. You're almost last in pass defense. How about those Cowboys? They stink. Philly 500 to the rescue. Look at this guy. Holy cow, man. Look at Philly, man. Him jumping in here. Philly 500. (laughs) Cowboys stink. Hey, Philly, we're going to find out tonight. Right? That Buccaneer defense. Hey, Philly, that Buccaneer defense is the same defense that won a Super Bowl and shut Jalen down a couple years ago. Okay, got the same crew, got the same coordinator. We're going to find out a little bit tonight. And my question is, so who's the guy that stops Mike Evans at 6'5", 238? This guy's almost 240 pounds. Yes, we will, he says. Absolutely, man, that's my guy. Yeah, hey, so is Jason Kelly, does, here, who wins this battle? James Bradbury. Or Mike Evans. Who wins this? I say Mike Evans has 10 catches for 175 in a TD. Who wins this matchup? Jason Kelsey versus Vita Vea. I got to look something up, too. Vita Vea, I got to look and see what is what, what he's done. Vita Vea. I got to look how many Pro Bowls. Vita Vea, there we go. How many Pro Bowls does this guy have? Oh, he's only got one Pro Bowl. Yeah, he's got one Pro Bowl and a Super Bowl championship. How old is this dude? Oh, he's 28. I'm taking taking Vita in this one. Old man Kelsey's going to get his ass kicked tonight by this guy. Remember I said that. You're going to think you're watching Colorado, Oregon. (laughs) Uh, Hey, you're going to think you're watching Colorado, Oregon tonight, dogs. Yes, sir, boy. That guy, Kelsey's looking a little bit long in the tooth, dog. I'll take my Hall of Fame center. Ah, yeah. This went up. Hey. So you're not going to let Baker Mayfield throw for 350 yards on you. Michael goes, yeah, right. 
Hey, well, he got his ass kicked in the New England game. Played a little better in the um, Viking game. Got his ass kicked in that New England game. Okay. No, he's not. Why? Hey, Kelsey knows what he's up against. He said it on his podcast. This guy can play to run, man. I think he's the best run stopping. Now, look, he's not much of a pass rusher, though. Okay. Hell no. Mayfield, two turnovers. This is where I'm kind of in agreement with Philly. It, it, I think Mayfield could go for 345 yards tonight. Okay. But what you don't want to see if you're the Bucks, 345 yards, 60 attempts, one touchdown and three picks, and one of them is a pick six. Because then he's in catch-up mode, and you're looking at numbers, and you're going, hey, he's going to have a lot of numbers because they're behind 14. He can't have turnovers. I'd rather have him go for 275 and get some type of run game, and I'm not saying they are going to get – Hey, the kid Ryan Jensen, he's out, right? Is Ryan Jensen out? Their center? Is he gone? You t- yeah, he looks old. He was starting to look old last year. Um, He'll never get 60 attempts. Mac Jones had 54. How many attempts did, um, did Kirk Cousins have? Didn't he get 55 attempts? This guy's making it sound like these quarterbacks, oh, they'll never get there. Wake me up when Reddick gets a sack. Vita's questionable. That's good. That's good. That's good that he's questionable. 31-20, birds. Bucks run game doesn't get going. Absolutely, I agree with that, Wheels. I do not believe that the Buccaneers were going to get a run game going against if, if the Buccaneers get a run game going, the Bucs will win. They'll win that game. But I don't believe they will. How do you like Lou Holtz's comments? Bring back any memories? What, 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 death row? What did he say? He's such a buffoon. He's a buffoon. Lou Holtz is a buffoon. Do you, hey, you want to know something, death row, about Lou Holtz? Don't you find it odd? Every single program that he's ever coached when he left it went on probation. William and Mary, NC State, Arkansas, Minnesota, Notre Dame. I mean, South Carolina. Every program that Lou Holtz coached went on probation. I mean, did, did you not think that that, I mean... There's, I mean, every program, which means he cheated. Every program, even Notre Dame. The only reason he won at Notre Dame was because they had that thing called Prop 48. I think it was called Prop 48, where they took under-qualifying kids at Notre Dame for the first time. Then they stopped it after four years. Ricky Waters and Bettis, that's how they got in. And good for them. They got a college degree. I'm not saying that the kids took advantage and they won a national title. But they stopped that. Notre Dame never won another one after that. Okay. What did he say? I'd like to know what he said about um I'm sure he said something shitty. 
Lou Holtz. I'd like to know what he said. Seals, how about them Cowboys? We'll find out tonight. How about them Eagles? We'll find out tonight. I don't. Okay, we'll find out tonight. He was, hey, we, hey, hey, Zeus, that guy was with the Jets and then he realized he couldn't talk shit like Nick to pros and he couldn't handle it. And he ran back to college where he could bully kids around. Okay, Buck's only chance is to stop the Eagles' elite run game. Um, your run game hasn't been really elite outside. Well, I'll take that back. They did a decent job in New England, and they did a really good job in the last game over 200. Anytime you go over 200 yards, uh, yeah. Okay. Seals official prediction tonight. I'll give it to you here in a little bit here. Um, best, you don't even, the Bucks going to beat the Eagles. I never said that. I've never said that. I've never said it at any time that I think the Bucs are winning. I think they can win because the Eagles are not playing great on defense. You can't think you're playing good. You just saw a good Dallas team get killed. You got killed too. You're last in pass defense. Hey, Tyler, you're last in pass defense. You're 31st. You're last in pass defense. You're playing great. <laughs> You're last in pass defense. Seals prediction. That's not my prediction. 24-21. No. One thing for certain. Eagles. Marky Dan. Hey, Seals, have you been watching the Hurricanes this year? Van Dyke is playing his ass off. We got a big game, number 15, UNC, in two weeks. Afterward, the schedule gets soft. Do you think the Canes could crash the dance this year? Um, Thank you very much, Marky. Um, let's see them put a couple games together. They're playing really great. They really are, Mark. They're playing really great. Sills Lou Holtz quotes, there's not as tough as they used to be. That's why they lost some of their big games. Holtz commented, he must be talking about Notre Dame. Uh, it's not that Notre Dame is not tough. They don't have very good players in there anymore. Look at their schedule. Their schedule's soft. I mean, you have Northern, Eastern, Michigan, in Long Beach State, Notre Dame never plays shitty schools like that. No sleeping tonight, Big Sills. Reddick, two sacks. You better, Manny. I haven't seen him. He's been on a milk carton. Uh, hey, Marky, thank you. That's really cool. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this to you. Um, Notre Dame will never win a national title. That's why Brian Kelly left. He knows that. They'll never win a national title ever again in football. Because they had to soften the schedule. You see, remember something about Notre Dame. It's not important who they play. Notre Dame's brand is what college football and television executives want. Notre Dame is no longer 
a powerhouse football program. They're a powerhouse ratings entity. They're all about ratings. It's kind of like the Cowboys in a way. Hey, FSU is good, man. That win over LSU and Clemson, Miami has nothing on their schedule like that as of yet. A&M was a really good win. A&M was a really good. Yeah, Penn State looks great. They do look good. By the way, hey, Mark, I can't wait for the day when they can fire Al Golden as a D coordinator at Notre Dame. Okay? Seal's going to be cussing us out tomorrow because all his takes fell flat. Sure hope you're right. Congratulations to you. That would be a good win for you, man. Oh, he was talking about Ohio State and Ryan Day. And Ryan, oh, that's why Ryan Day got pissed off. Because he's not recruiting. Um, There's some truth to it. Ohio State doesn't look like they did under Meyer and Trestle. Yeah. You know, there's some truth to it. Buckeyes don't look the same. Okay? There's a lot of skilled guys on that team, though. They look – they got a lot of good – Big Seals ain't doing anything like the gritty. I don't do that stupid stuff. Eagles 40, bucks 16. Book it, baby. Okay. Later, Dan. Thank you for an amazing show, Mr. International. We thank you for being part of it. All right. One more time. Here we go. This is what I think happens. This is a different animal that the Bucks have seen. It's not Vikings and Bears. It's a better roster. I do not believe in the Eagle secondary. Mayfield has got to be protected. He's They've got to move him around. You know, Sweat's picked his game up even more. Reddick's got to be a factor. If the Eagles don't get home, Mayfield will throw for 350 yards, but Mayfield's going to put one out there or maybe even a few out there like Jimmy G will. So I, I think Mike Evans has a big game. I think Godwin has a big game. And I happen to agree a little bit with uh, Tone about the tight end. I was born in the year 2000. In the 23 years I've been alive, I still haven't found a good reason why Notre Dame gets so much hype every year. Traditional. Generational. And because NBC. Marky, it's the only football program in college football that has their own network television deal. Like network television sponsors, NBC sponsors. Dick Ebersole made that happen. It's the, that's why they're not an. That's why they're independent still. Is because NBC pays them gargantuan money. It's not about them winning games anymore. Nobody cares, or who they play, I should say. Okay. Um, I think Hertz finds his guys too because you know one thing I'll say about the uh, Buccaneer secondary, even though Winfield's back there, they're going to have to bring blitzes. One thing I think Jalen and that pass defense has struggled on is blitzes. And they've been getting home. 
seven sacks have been surrendered by your old line. Love you, bud. Go birds. Got you, maniac. Um, I have 27-20 Eagles, and they cover. I think it's five. I got 27. Tom, what do you got, buddy? What'd you say earlier? Just to double it. What do you got, Tone, tonight? 28-17, Birds. Marky's got 28-17 also. 35-24. Hey, if you want to follow me, I'll be over on Twitter, at Dan Silio Show, too. Love you, Seals. Can't wait for tonight and tomorrow's show. Favorite show for football is here. Senor, you're awesome, man. One of my, some of my favorite people. You guys give me a ton of shit. Even you, Keon. <laughs> Eagles 35, Bucks 14, Maxon 27, 24. Got a closer one, 28, 21. That's a good one. Uh, 34, 14, 31, 24. By the way, the other game, is it Rams and Bengals? Is Hey, is Burrow playing? Is Burrow playing tonight? If not, I think the Rams win that game. I think the Rams win that game. But Joe Burrow's not playing tonight. Um, I got the Rams winning that game. And I think the Bengals are in trouble. Looks like a game-time decision. I'm taking the Rams. I think the Rams win that ball game. All right. Can't wait for tomorrow. Should be a great one. Let's see what happens. No more excuses. Buccaneers, Eagles, 27-20. I got the Birds winning this game. Tone, thank you so much. Big Joe. Xander, thank you guys so much. Three to six tomorrow, and we shall see you on the flip side. and Hooters, the perfect pair. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.